0: Welcome to couch crouches this is Jim um all right so Joe and gonzo are uh, off doing different things uh gonzo is in the midst of his second tech week for Rocky horror um, for those of you that are local um, he's playing Frank and Rocky horror again um, this time up in Stafford Springs I believe so um check out you know check out uh his uh, we could actually post it on the um, the Couch Crouch's Facebook page and we'll tweet it out as well so I'll make sure I remember to do that uh, and Joe is still on his hiatus his hiatus yeah that's English and we hope he comes back soon
1: you should just start over
0: nah fuck it <laughs> Oh, believe me we've had we've had uh, we, we've had entrances a hell of a lot worse than this Um, so that voice that you hear is uh, my good friend and partner in crime Mr. God John Bristol of Elmwood Productions that's my real name god no john bristol i was gonna say your real name's yahweh
1: i always get those is that really your name it's like no no it just says that on my license What yeah. what's so weird about john bristol. bristol being in connecticut people are always like is that really
0: your name oh are because you? there are no other bristols <laughs> anywhere yeah. else were, were in the you world.
1: were you born there are you the king of bristol <laughs> it's like sh- no i fucking hate people <laughs> yeah fuck people in their asses <laughs> fuck them fuck, em. fuck sp- them my favorite was how do you spell that from people in Connecticut. Like outside of Connecticut or areas where there isn't a Bristol. Like, all right. But in Connecticut, when people say, how do you spell that? I'm like, it's not John Naugatuck.
0: <laughs> John Naugatuck. You know? <laughs> John
1: Paquanock. Yeah. Right. Or as
0: Jamie calls it, Paquanock. Paquanock. Yeah. I like that one. The first time, Jake. Don't you call it Paquanock, Jamie?
1: She's going to slap this shit out. Oh, she's of
0: walking you. away. She's not even looking at me. I don't blame her. Yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the first time I met Jamie. Not from not for something I matter. We first started dating. She she was from Wallingford. She wasn't from up there, driving to Windsor. She says, "What the hell's Paquinock?
2: Nice. I almost
0: pulled the fucking car over. I, was, I laughed so fucking hard. I'm like my yeah, real last weird. name is Warehouse Point. Yeah, just, whatever the fuck <laughs> that, <laughs> that means. It's a right.
1: town in Connecticut. It's a town in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, open, yeah where uh, it's it's, uh, it's Ellington or Enfield. Um, uh, Ellington, it's
0: it's right? between uh, Windsor Locks. Yeah. It's actually between. Yeah, I mean it's up near
1: Ellington. Yeah, it's yeah, up near Ellington. So. It's like the it's like a. It's pretty much just a suburb of Ellington.
0: So sorry, you people that don't listen uh, in the Connecticut area. I don't. Thank you me. for geography. I don't listen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So John is here um, mostly to bail my ass out and ha. let me have a, uh, a actually put together a decent podcast. Well, we hope. Well, it was funny. So I tried, and I said this actually last episode. I think I did. If not, I want to say it again. You meant to. I um, I tried doing a solo episode tw- oh, God. twice. Okay, so the first one I started was I was talking about m- my mental health the oh, fact cool. because I'm mentally ill and I decided to talk about bipolar and what it meant yeah. and, and it got really fucking depressing. Like I tried to be funny about and it, it but there was know. no way about it. You need somebody to bounce off right. of that kind of thing. Yeah. So then I'm like, no, I can't do that. So then I decided to start again and do an episode about how and why I love Star Wars. Okay. And about fifteen minutes into Star Wars, I realized I was just doing a podcast about my mental illness. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh no, no,
1: stop! I tried doing a commentary for one of the films once by myself. Uh Like it was was gonna be yeah it was gonna be on the the VHX channel and all that. And like ten minutes into recording, I'm like, This is so fucking boring. No one's gonna want to listen to this. So I was like, We're not doing this. No, let's. So we brought a couple of the guys in to do it and like with me. And then even then, we never released it. It was because it I, wasn't you know we had it just didn't work
0: out. So. My and, and again I've mentioned this a million times my favorite all-time commentary for a film was um Conan the Barbarian where yeah. Schwarzenegger and John Milius are watching the film together oh, and they're wow. getting increasingly drunk. Okay. But the whole it, it's not a real commentary cuz all it is is Schwarzenegger going, yeah, and here's the point when I'm running from the wolves. I'm just running now. He's just, He's just pretty telling much telling you about the yeah. movie as you're watching it telling because you what you're, you're not actually watching the film, but you are because it's on a it's on a DVD. But yes, there it is. And oh, Sandel Bergman, she's got the great physique, Jeez. very healthy. And it's like yeah, yeah, okay, Arnie, okay, we, we you know. know you fucked her, okay. Yep, <laughs> yeah, so keep telling us. Yep, so, couples. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, uh, <sighs> winning Mr. Olympia is better than coming. Um,
1: so wow. Yeah, well, that's what he said. Wow, like I didn't that. know that. My favorite thing
0: in that in that movie. You ever seen Pumping Iron?
1: Oh God, like on VHS in like
0: '89, maybe. It's, it's yeah. like, I think he's sitting next to Lou Ferrigno, and he goes, "Lou, do you um, do you know what it's like yeah, to, I've seen to that. win the that. Mr. Universe contest?" And Lou's like, "No, I don't." And he's Dude, like,
1: <laughs> "I do." Yeah, I got this. Is my loop so, for right now. So I got a public answer before you get into anything else. I've Got a really yeah. funny. Po- we Jim and I used to work at Borders together a long time ago. Long like, time, in time a different ago. Different life when, when Borders was a cool place. Yep. And uh, I worked in the music and movies department. And this guy came in one day, and we and DVDs were just starting to take over. VHS yeah. was being phased. Faz- I don't think we even had any VHS left. Maybe a small section at the store. So we're talking like 2002, maybe. I think uh, go, I, yeah. I had just come yeah. back from Florida. So it was, so like it was 2002. 2002. Yeah. And this guy came in, and Pumping Iron was not available on DVD. I want to point this out. I'm sure it is now, but at that point, it was not. But, but Pumping Iron Two,
0: there's a Pumping Iron. It's two? about the female
1: bodybuilders that was available on DVD on some like low budget distribution company.
0: It sounds like fucking spank material. But
1: uh, this guy comes in, and this is one of my favorite. Like I, mean, I wrote it down in a little book. I it's literally it. called Pumping Iron Two: The Women. Is it really? So this guy comes in though, and he's like, "Hey, do you have a, a classics section for your movies?" And I'm like. Thinking, <laughs> You know where this is going, <laughs> and I'm like like Gone with the Wind and like you know like like you know Citizen, Citizen Kane, Kane The Godfather, Godfather, yeah. you know Ray's Lost Ark, Jaws, or yeah. like if you want to go more pop class, like. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, no, they're just mixed in by genre. And he's like, well, I don't know really what genre it would be because it's a classic. And I go, what are you looking for? He goes, Pumping Iron. And honestly, God, I was like, I mean, to each their own. I'm you know because it's my job, I can't laugh in the guy's face, and I'm just like, well, I it could be a classic documentary, you know? Okay, I'll go. Sure. But I'm just like, that's a strange. Strange classic. So I look it up, and I looked at it really quick and just went to the sports section. Like I looked at Pumping Iron, didn't see this at Pumping Iron Two. Oh yeah, yeah. Walked him over right to where it was and was like, Pumping Iron Two. And I hand him Pumping Iron Two. I'm like, Well, they have two. Let me go back and check the computer. Of course, Pumping Iron One wasn't available. It wasn't even on VHS at that point. It was one of those that was out of print. And he was like, "This isn't really what I wanted." I'm like, "No, it's not." <laughs> he bought it anyways. Like it was he like, it, anyway. it was <laughs> one of those where you can't get the original, so you buy the sequel just so you have a piece of it. You know, like I'm sure that's what it I was. Suppose. And this guy wasn't like some jacked up guy who was like in the bodybuilding or anything. He was just some dweeb like the rest of us. And it was just like hey. a Schwarzenegger fan. Yeah, I uh, hoping he'd be in it. Maybe he is. I don't know.
0: Also, don't uh, don't don't be uh, concerned. I'm having um, chronic dry eye issues, so if I'm blinking a lot, oh. I swear to God, I'm not on anything. Um, I am so it's okay. Okay. Um pumping iron to the women. Uh The Caesar's World Cup. <laughs> like I'm seriously straight up looking at these are some terrifying. All right, you should go back into your women. intro for the show. Nah, fuck it. We're good. No, <laughs> fuck the intro. No, it, you're assuming there's you're welcome assuming to
1: welcome yeah. to couch grouches where there's one grouch.
0: Yeah. You're you're assuming that there's a great deal of um you know. Mm cohesiveness Pump to our format.
1: Fuck that.
0: Um, all right. So. Uh, My turn. So, John. Yeah. yeah. Um, so is so just to give you a quick history, as John said, John and I have known each other for-
1: 20 years almost. 20 years almost. Um, we met in 2000? We met in 1999. Uh, 2000. It was 2000. 2000. It was fall of yeah. 2000. Yeah. Because- so we 18 years.
0: Yeah, because I... 18 years last month. I started working at that Borders in... All right, so I had worked for Walden's specifically to get into Borders. <laughs> so no, what the story is... And you guys just have to out. I know the story. You, you, you guys just have to to fucking deal with this. Yeah, no, I, I was going to... I was out of work, so I was going to Borders a lot looking for a job because my friend worked at the cafe, managed the cafe, so I get free coffee. And... Uh, the, but one of the assistant one of the assistant manager women there was a really cool girl named Jen. And she walked up to me one day. Jen Fred. Yeah. She walked up to me one day. She's like, don't, Williams. Don't drop names like that. Last she's like, names. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, that's not her last name anymore. Um, She's like, Williams, do you want a fucking job? I said, yeah. That's the whole point. I want to get a fucking job. She's like, well, you, we don't have any fucking positions here. Go away. Yeah. I'm like, well, what can I do? She's like, well, we own Walden Books next door. Work through the holidays. And then, you know. If, when an opening yeah, comes up. When an opening though, comes yeah. up, I'll call you.
1: So I've been I, that same manager it, doing that to people. So. I
0: worked at Walden's um, and then like my dad died like two weeks after I started working there and they were super cool. And I like, came back like six days later. I'm like, why are you here? That I'm like, I, just to to yeah. I just want to
2: work.
1: I just want to work. But not
0: my dad. And I was there like for another two weeks. And then Jen calls me and she's like, all right, we're here. Come yeah. on over. And it was cool because I actually got paid 25 cents more. At Borders. at, at No, uh, no. Walden. At Walden's. Yeah, because the malls paid yeah. more. And yeah. then yeah, I remember that. So that's how yeah. I, So I met John the A following
1: year. Yeah, cause, cause I started right before Labor Day. It was the end of August, early early September. I yeah. can't. No, it was the end of September. Actually, it was the end okay. of September. So it was Yeah. And we um like the maybe around the fifteenth, maybe I don't know, but it was September. Fuck it.
0: And John and I became friends pretty quickly, pretty much bonding over three things. It was like the Muppets, yeah. Guns N' Roses, and yeah, Prince. And Prince. Yeah, and that yeah. was fucking it. So
1: and then uh Watching Prince stuff on YouTube before I came over. And then a couple of uh,
0: months later, John goes to me. Hey, dude, I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to make this fucking
1: movie trailer. You want to come help? No, that was a couple of years later. No. So I moved to Florida first.
2: No, no.
0: We did the thing with Josh. No, no. We did the thing with Josh before you left.
1: No, we didn't. Get the fuck out of here. I that was 2003, did. in fact. No. Yeah, I moved to Florida in, in February of 2001. I came back in September of 2002, and the Josh and Todd the first attempt to film Josh and Todd yeah. was early summer two thousand three, and then we did. Yeah, the, you're, we absolutely did right. the yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Plink stuff too much. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yep. Oh man, I, the one thing I mean, my memory is no. You do. fuzzy. You, John's really times, good about dates and stuff with, like that. But with things like, like specifically with like Elmwood related things mm-hmm. or like holidays, yeah. I can tell you like. Christmas, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, like w- what the tree looked like and what my favorite present was, and so, what the coolest thing I gave to somebody else might have been. too. So what like, John's referring to is Elmwood Productions. Yeah, yeah, Elmwood and Productions. Yeah,
0: Elmwood Productions is what John. It's what I do. Yeah. It's all I do. <laughs> so John it's goes. To, over. John goes to me. He's like, "Yes, yeah, so this is two thousand three now. Two
1: thousand two. Yeah, when we were gonna start working on the film. Well, it yeah. was two thousand. We didn't even. Have, we had the idea for the film in two thousand two when I got back. Mm-hmm. Russ, and, Russ, Josh, and I. Yeah." Had the idea for, like, this short film. And then in 2003, we wrote it, in only 2003, and then that, I want, it, it was the very end of spring, beginning of summer, because that first night that we tried to shoot was like 112 it degrees. It was so fucking hot. Out of nowhere. It was like 70 degrees the day before, it was 80 degrees during the day, and then that night it was 112 degrees. And
0: I had never been to Plainville before, <laughs> which is funny because now I live here, um, but I had never been to Plainville and before. And I lived in a
1: really weird spot yeah. in the center of town. It was kind of hard to find. If you didn't know it, you'd be like, where the hell? And you knew the center of town yeah. if you knew Plainville, but it was like, where is this house? Well, and it was um I remember it was also it
0: was so hot, but it was super foggy. Yeah. Which was great for the, for the shot. For what we shot. Yeah.
1: And um next thing I know We asked him to be in the film yep. playing a character that we loosely based on him for the idea, which was fun. And uh because Jim was an actor.
0: Yep. I, I, as of according to people, I still am, so that's fine. Um but yeah, and then we kind of just Started working in earnest. Yes. Now the
1: movie fell apart because, yeah. rightfully so. Yeah. And we started doing the uh, the Plink show. It's late enough a Plink, which also fell apart, but we finished it. Yeah, it's in an archive somewhere, never to be seen. I got it.
0: I got it. <laughs> I got the archives. I have. I have all the
1: tapes. Yeah, all the tapes ended up with me at some point.
0: I have all of the Josh and Todd tapes. You have the Josh and Todd tapes. tapes. Yeah, I, to do. I might so, want to borrow those
1: from you to, sure. to digitize them. Sure. Um, actually, sure. I will borrow those from you to digitize. Them. I, I got to find them. <laughs> I'm not in a rush. Um, <laughs> I have other things to digitize first.
0: So for those of you that don't know what Elmwood Productions is, there's a very unique element to, to Elmwood Productions that jo- that John and I are keep skipping over because you know we're, we're used to we're it. We're not very good at, at uh, actually introducing things. Um, John, tell to tell tell people about Elmwood, Elmwood Productions.
1: Elmwood Productions, as Russ once said, is a small but mighty film production company based in Central Connecticut that uses puppets. Ninety nine percent of things we film feature puppets and the lead roles, and more often than not, it's all puppet cast. We don't do the human puppet mix as much as we had in the past. We've done that with a few things, but most of things are all puppets. So you'll see a sitcom it's all puppets you'll see a family show it's all puppets you'll see a horror movie it's all puppets so everything we do is with that henson style puppets we're trying some other stuff we're working on some other stuff next year which is cool for our puppetry but like i said 99 percent of what we've done is with puppets we've done some shorts without puppets and josh and todd the movie we were just talking about when we finally did finish it it was a human puppet like actor puppet hybrid you know like like a muppet movie or a Warm up at movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's really no. Movie. You um, know, Or Roger Rabbit, or Roger but we're Rabbit, the Puppets yeah. instead of cartoons, you know. So um, it was like that kind of thing. So yeah, that's what we do, that's what's unique about what we do. And like, I was involved with Elmwood for 15 years. Just yeah, 12, 2003
0: to 2017. I mean, 17, 17 so 14 years. Well, yeah. Almost.
1: Well, if in you, 2002 you were like coming in, we were yeah. hanging out and talking about it. We yeah. didn't have anything ready to do, so I'll yeah. say 15.
0: But um and then life got super ridiculous for me. Um, and I, you know, I decided that I wasn't able to, you know, give 100% to it. So I left on amicable circumstances. Oh, yeah. I, You know, other people have left far more acrimoniously. You know, you know what's <laughs> funny is we,
1: even when you were around, we always joke there's – we have alumni. You know, there's only one ex-member. Everybody else is alumni. And that's because he tried to fuck us, but that's – No, difficult. he did. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it came back to bite him, so it's it. karma. And I'm not trying to say – you know, like it's – Yeah, And even, you know, what's funny is I'm at this point now in my life where, like, Anybody wants to work with us, I'll make I'll make a way to make it work yeah. as long as you you acknowledge what had happened before. You sure, know? I'm not gonna brush over things and ignore them. But if you're cool about it, I'm cool about it. Yeah. Like it's a, but I wouldn't go encouraging that. Like I'm not gonna go track that person down because I have no interest to work with them right. again.
0: You know. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you know, I'm fortunate to say that I got to puppeteer, I got to act, I got to write, I got to direct, I got yeah. to produce, I got to write music for, You got have to an edit. IMDB page because yeah. of us, you know? So, like. um, so yeah, it's, you know, I I'm, I'm excited to, you know, be able to, to kind of um, introduce Thank you silly you. people to yeah. John. Yeah. Introduce yeah. John to you silly people, so. Um, I gotta tell you now, so what we're gonna do today is I'm gonna ask John um, questions about his current projects. Nice. Nice. Um, We'll do a bunch of you know we'll 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 plug them you know a half million times because yeah. it's, it's important and then um we'll probably just talk about a whole lot of. Bullshit. Cool, because John and I haven't seen each other in a year. It's been a, uh, we, we
1: text each other all the time,
0: constantly. Yeah, John and I have this thing about trying to text each other, uh, trying the to most top each other.
1: Inappropriate Bill Cosby memes. Yeah.
0: Oh, memes. Me, yeah, we do. We do a lot of memes. We do some gifts, but mostly, um,
1: yeah, really inappropriate. My phone stuff. is broken, so gifts never come through. This comes as a solid image because my phone is yeah. shot. And I'm one of those people who hates cell phones. Yeah, you. I'm you, not one of those anti-cell phone people, but I could care less about getting the newest, greatest phone. So yeah. when my phone started to crap out, I'm like, well, I'll hang on to it for a while. And until I can no longer use it. Until that, I can yeah. no longer use it. Like, yeah. I broke my screen last month, and I'm still like, whatever. Did you really? Oh, yeah, I dropped it. That's so sad. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I was already in a bad mood, which just just set me off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was fine. Yeah. It happens to the best insane. of us, though. It's broken. Oh, it is. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: Now I'm just gonna put this over here. So yeah, wherever. <laughs> now in
1: not forget it. I'll put it over in here. um,
0: you know, in contrast,
1: I broke that phone. I'd have a new one by the end of the day. because yeah, that's see, just the way I roll. I mean, I I mean, beto- I have you know, I have two I have two computers, a tablet, and the phone. I mean, I'm connected. I don't care.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, so what I'm doing right now is just checking Twitter to see if I missed any um messages. And no, it's just a whole lot of tweets from Jackie Wheels. So who's Jackie Wheels? That's my friend Jack. One I was telling. you Oh, that you were telling me about, talking about
1: yeah. has the the, yeah. does the stuff on Twitch. Yeah, she's okay. Awesome. I just learned about Twitch today, people.
0: <laughs> I had to like tell John about yeah. Twitch. Uh, do I have any messages? No, I don't. Yay! Okay. So hey, cool. So I'm go pee. Usually, oh, John's <laughs> gonna go pee. Jim's so gonna keep talking. So while John goes pee, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, talk about the news.
1: I pounded a pot of coffee before I came over.
0: Gonna talk about the news. Um, so as usual, I'm getting today's news from any number of uh of nerd sources. So if you want to follow along, this particular article is from Slash Film, um, which is just simply the word slash film.com. So I recommend it. Um and it was interesting. Um <laughs> so Idris Elba has joined the Cats movie musical. Good God. Um, Full disclosure, I'm a huge fan of Cats. It was the first musical I ever saw when I was a kid. I'm so glad John is not actually sitting here for this fucking thing, because he would just be eviscerating me right now. So yeah, um, yeah, it's true. Idris Elba is in Cats. I have no idea what he's going to be or what he's going to do. Although the... uh, the headline is very funny. It says, Idris Elba joins Cats Kat, movie musical, hopefully to cancel the cat Apocalypse. So, um, yeah, fucking Cats. I love Idris Elba. I love Cats. I don't know if those are the two great tastes that taste great together. Um, if you have an opinion, couchcrouches at gmail.com or uh, at couchcrouches on Twitter and Facebook. Really interested in what you guys have to say about that. Jesus Christ, Idris Elba and Cats. Um Oh, John's coming back at just the right time.
1: What did I miss for news?
0: Uh, I won't talk about the one I just did, but uh, uh-huh. I'll talk about a new one. Okay. Um, there's a
1: potential They Live sequel. Yes. I'm so um, jazzed about that. I saw that by today. John Carpenter. Yeah, I mean, it's John Carpenter. He might not yeah. live long enough to do it, but like, I'm down.
0: Well, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, do we need these sequels? Do we need these
1: remakes? No. But but you don't need any of it. Yeah, you don't need it. I mean, just fucking enjoy enjoy movies, it. Okay? Yeah. Just goddamn it. That's um, my my big thing is when people go to movies and tear things apart. Like, well, then why'd you go? You know, just go yeah. to enjoy it. Go to be in the moment. Well, and you know, it's one thing to watch a movie not
0: like it. Well, yeah, and then and then rip it up. But to go into a movie with an amount of hate.
1: Yeah. Then why are you bothering? Why are you spending your money on it? Like I've like I've never seen the Matrix the yeah. Matrix movie. <sighs> and we've had this discussion yeah. privately and I've always said well if I don't like part one I'm not going to go see part two and if I don't like part two why would I bother with part three yeah. and you used to always tell me to complete the trilogy I don't care. Well I'm a completionist yeah, but, see, but, but I'm getting but better me, about that My now. whole thing was why waste that, there's two hours of my life I can do something else yep. with f- and, and if somebody came to me and said actually it's a fantastic film and it fixes all the problems of part two I'd be like oh well okay maybe I'll check it out but no one ever has said that no, in like, a Matrix movie you know yeah. so it's not it's it's not Revenge of the Sith, you know. Where two was, in my opinion, the worst of the. I agree. and but the third one, that last hour, makes up for everything, yep. you know. Yep. And and even two was like not so bad that I wouldn't go see the third one. Like right. it wasn't, you know. Like, but that's where I'm just going with that. Like, anyways, so go and enjoy it. Just go to enjoy it. But like, fun. for example, but don't walk in wanting to hate something. I haven't seen the Venom movie yet, and, and I w- no, and I won't. I have no interest. I doesn't. I are you ready? People flip out when they hear this. I haven't seen a Marvel movie. Since the first Avengers movie, and I haven't seen a Marvel movie in the theaters since Iron Man. Yeah. Well, of any kind. Like not even the Sony or the Fox Marvel stuff.
0: It's Nothing. not your thing. It used to be. Well, comic books are yeah. were more your thing as opposed to comic book it movies. It just became
2: yeah.
1: eh, it became every day. You know, it was, yeah, it's it wasn't everywhere. special anymore. I you did just watch Justice League. I did actually, yeah. I texted you about that last yeah, week. Yeah, what were your thoughts? Um you know, it's a comic book movie, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Secondly, if I want to read the comic and see that story, I'll read the comic. Yep. You know, I want when movies are made, I want to see a new take, even on yep. a book or a TV show. If it's, it's tra- any Anything that's translated from one media form to another, I want to see a different take on it. I already sure. know how Batman's going to end. Mm-hmm. So for Justice League, like, I mean, was it a five-star movie? No. Two and a half, three stars? I was entertained, but I'll, I'll never watch it again. I left, Unless I'm like... Yeah. Unless my wife was like, "Hey, let's watch that," and I'm like, because I'd sit through it
0: twice tops. Well, Joe and I went to go see it in the theaters, yeah, and with very low expectations, not waiting to hate it because Batman vs Superman was just bland. It wasn't awful; it was just bland, right? And so that movie, you know, ended. And I looked at Joe and I said, that movie wasn't half as bad as it was supposed to be. Yeah, or half as bad League. as critics said it right. was. Well, I mean, I don't give a shit about critics. Yeah. Crit- but
1: Jason Lee said it best. Critics, schmittics. Yeah. It's their job to be assholes, you <laughs> know? Most critics yeah. are failed at the thing they're critiquing, too.
0: Yeah, no, no mean, I agree. Most
1: critics are failed filmmakers, failed musicians, failed, you know, a, a good critic is an uber fan, you know?
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: So, so yeah, I you know, I... But yeah, I, yeah, that movie. I, I left that movie
0: going, yeah, that wasn't yeah. too bad. I mean, every the, my problem with that movie is every actor in it was better than the movie they were
1: given to be in. Well, and that was the that's been the problem consistently with yeah. those DC movies. Yeah, Ben Affleck's great as yeah. Batman. Yeah. you know, Henry Cavill's the best Superman since Christopher Reeve. Absolutely. And, and you know, like and and Gal 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 Gal, Gal, Gadol, Gal. Gal Gadol, perfect for Wonder Woman. Sure. And the fact that they didn't pick this all American white woman to do it makes it even better to me. Yeah. You know. And then you know, and the guy, i mean, and Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman—they were all cool. Yeah. Like I mean, they were all better. I think they were all better than the movie they were given to be in. That's yeah. all. The movie
0: was, you know, and, and you know, things start at the script. I'm yeah. big. I'm big, in, I'm
1: big on the page. I'm a writer, so I understand. And I, know. I, and, and also an editor, so I watched mm-hmm. like the Batman versus Superman. That movie could have been ninety minutes. And I As agree. an editor, I was watching it, going, "Why are they doing?" Why is there 15 minutes of just shots of the city? I get it; it's destroyed.
0: Well, I will tell you right now. I truly believe that that film, Batman versus Superman, um, you could have gotten. I think you could have taken an hour off that film of simply of of one just a superfluous storyline. <laughs> like there was just. <laughs> The whole governmental thing was superfluous. Yeah, it didn't need to you be. You could
1: have done all of it that. Well, you could have
0: done all of that
1: in ten minutes. And it wasn't even a build-up for something in another film. Right. It wasn't like gonna lead in well, maybe it will, but not anymore, I'm sure. No, they I mean, they blew it up. Movies forgotten about.
0: But you know, that's the thing. Um I watched that going, that whole thing could have resolved itself In ninety minutes. In, in well, no, I'm tell you that that, that oh, story that's so- that, that part scenes. of the storyline in two scenes. Yeah. yeah. I also have a big problem with um with um the fuck's his name uh, their their version of lex luthor i, I didn't like it that's I, just me that's just me i I, like am,
1: I just didn't even really care at that point like by by the time by the time Uso, by the time he hit the screen i was just like oh god yeah. so, so. <laughs> can it just get better so <laughs> yeah so but yeah so lay they live yeah, they're a but
0: see, that's what happens yeah. here.
1: So they live, but like you know they live as a cool ass movie. The only way a sequel to me would even make sense is if they do it low budget and cheap and fast, just like the yep. original. Like don't try to make it into something it's not. Um I that's will. that's what I hate. When they do a sequel but they spend ten you know, ten times as much. Like the yeah. first one costs twenty million, the mm-hmm. sequel costs two hundred million. Yeah. It's like do you need to
0: do that? Yeah. I will say, I will take a stand and I will say that there can only be a They Live sequel if they find a necromancer to raise the corpse of Rowdy Roddy Piper and bring him back into the film. <laughs> only then will I be satisfied with They Live 2.
1: Hey, David Keith? Keith David? What's his name? There's one guy, David Keith, and there's a guy, Keith David. It's Keith David.
0: Keith David is the is the black guy the with the incredible one. voice. He died in the first Yeah. One. Okay.
1: Uh, so well, fuck it, you're screwed.
0: I think so. Hold on,
1: I believe Keith David's the black guy with the incredible voice. That's his voice. name, it's Keith David. He was also in Men at Work, which I just watched a couple days ago because that okay is a classic.
0: Okay, so actually Keith David is a white dude. Okay, so it's David. No, God damn it! Look, like look here, like yeah. there's like five different. They can't figure out who the fuck he is. Keith David is the black guy. Yeah, that's okay? what I thought. And yeah. it literally immediately says not to be confused with David, David Keith. Keith. Yeah, David Keith was. Elvis on TV once and, and was uh in Major League Two. That's sure. That's and, and an officer and a gentleman. That's, that's, that's what it. I remember him. From but that. I remember you know, the thing yeah. I remember him the most, I admit it, is fucking uh is fucking Major League Two. Okay. He was the villain baseball player in God, Major League I Two. I don't think I've ever seen that movie to be honest. Oh, that's me. not a good film oh, at okay, all. Good. But you know what? Three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon and yeah. you're, like you're you know, you're the fucking TV's on when you're a yeah. kid. Shit, fuck. Watch a fucking movie, whatever. But yes, Keith David. Sure. All right, anyways, moving right along, as they say. I don't know. Um, Let's see if I have any more fucking news pieces that I want to follow. Okay, so I will tell you. I'll tell you. The first story was that Idris Elba has joined the movie version of Cats. Cool. I saw
1: that show back in like 89. That
0: was the first first musical I ever saw in my life. Wow, cool. And I loved it. And so my wife and I went to go see it recently just because of, you know, nostalgia. And it was awesome. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. But Idris Elba is going to be in Cats. That makes sense. I, does it? Yeah. Okay. I I don't hate it. No, no. See, I'm just the way, like, the way I like, I think it's hysterical. Things, so the like, way I look
1: at the, like these types of things is like, the, the, you got to, unless you're going to go with a true musical theater cast, go mm-hmm. crazy.
0: And I mean so far they Go have like brilliant so they have like ta- celebrities. They have like Taylor Swift exactly. and Ian McKellen are yeah. in it. So, so he, yeah, it's it's awesome, yeah. Because
1: unless you if you do like an original cast, you're going to get stuck with like a rent situation where no one goes to see it because no one knows who these actors are. Yeah, also that movie was sad. Well, the show's sad. Well, no, I don't I no, I don't mean it was sad. It was it was a sad version. Of
0: yes, the it. show's sad. Yeah. Um it's yeah. not a great not a great show to begin with. Um all right. Do I want to do anything else? No, not really. Fuck it, I don't care. All right, so we've had an intro and introduced John. We talked about Elmwood Productions a little bit. What we is? Did um, so when I left Elmwood, yeah, we had finished
1: Head. We had ra-
0: Head had been wrapped
1: and which released. We'll
0: talk about Head in a minute. Yeah. Um. And you had begun its uh, real the, uh, No,
1: we shot the Risley Brothers. No, no, already. but you'd
0: begun like the, the promotion band for Risley Brothers. No, well, you'd. But I'm saying like you, like you started like head started like hitting like. Um, no, head blue head? head head started like hitting festivals and shit. I was like already th-
1: I was already done with the festivals at that point. Was it done? Yeah, head came out. We released head in March of 2015, and we immediately went to the festival circuit. And by the end of 2016. Because you left in 2017. Yeah, last year. By the end of 2016, the festivals were over for that.
0: Did I leave last year or the year before? Last year. It was last year? Um, Because we were working on, originally working, yeah, we were working on Risley Brothers at that point when I left. Yeah, we were editing
1: Risley Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, So we would um... Had we finished Risley Brothers? Yeah, it was already done being shot, yeah. Um, Am I in that still? You directed the first episode, that was it. That was it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, My name on it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, we didn't put your name anywhere on it. We, uh, I don't know. We, we put a fake name as director. Can, you put,
0: can I be Alan Smithy? Please, no. can I be Alan Smithy? Too late
1: now. God damn it! You, you, uh, uh, well, if you see the the first episode, you might want to put Alan Smithy on it.
0: Gee, uh, thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks. I appreciate. <laughs> we'll wait that. to see if you're gonna catch. That. Oh no, I did. It doesn't so take no, long.
1: but the um, the so we had it already done the cycle through through the festivals. We did a few more after that that we were invited to be part of and things like that. Mm-hmm. But we didn't go looking for festivals after that. And we thought it did run its course. You know, it was out there. It was online to Brenton Purchase, like. There it is. Heads done. It was huge for us. Six awards. Well, why like, festivals. it was really unexpected? Yeah, none of us. We we made this movie. Like this was this was the one we made because we didn't make something else. Right. You know, if, if people who follow the Elmwood history will know you know so we made this movie as a reaction
0: remember our people don't follow the helmet right, history
1: but, and that's you know so i'll i'll, I'll get into that after yeah. we want to but so we made this cool horror movie though and uh for us really more than anything mm-hmm. else but we made it good we wanted to do it right because well, we'd always wanted to do, do a, a, a puppet horror movie a, a puppet horror yeah, movie, yeah. And, and it wasn't going to be puppets originally we decided to go with puppets that's right the 11th hour that's which right. just, whoo, was not fun for me but a lot of fun for me
0: so john so builds i, build I would the say as well i would say a hundred percent of the puppets at this point
1: yeah uh 99 again i have a yeah. couple guys who do come in and help me cut the patterns and glue some foam together but i still build, do the majority of the building do they do piece work that's fucking huge yeah which is actually awesome so um and they're awesome at it but the uh it's still 99 percent maybe, if not more and anyway so we made head and we knew it was good we would premiered it we'd submitted to some festivals which we had never submitted to festivals before no know, so we, and it went it was surprisingly well received. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like, all right, cool. So we have it online, people are renting it, buying it. And we forget about it in a good way. Mm-hmm. And we go on and we start shooting this. Amelia after Head came out in March. In July, we shot a short film called The Risley Brothers. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Wooden Beaver. Yep. We shot that in July. Kinda of, it was a half hour, kind of like a test. You know, we thought it would be a good short film, but as a test, if people like it, we'd do a web series. And then the following March in twenty sixteen we started shooting the web series. Now I wasn't there. Was for the April. web series? Yeah, was you I? were there for the first episode. I was there for the first episode. That's yes, when you... I directed, and then I was... we did the web series, and you were there for a couple episodes, gripping and things like that too. Yeah, yeah. And then we uh, went from. But at that there... point, my
0: back had gone to the point yeah. where I couldn't puppeteer. And you were doing anymore. theater stuff and all that. So oh God, we were... yeah, I was directing it was so so busy. we uh
1: we we did the series. The series should have taken us like eight weeks to shoot, and it turned into like a seventeen twenty week shoot. We wrapped it up in November I think. well you only it, it ended went, up working once a week at that point once right? a week but we it just it got the way we were writing and things like that we were writing as we were going like we'd have the episode written, and then we'd rewrite yeah. we were having a blast though like everyone was having so much fun doing it and it was coming out so good so, well, I
0: mean, it, all this stuff is self financed. You guys got to realize yeah. it's not like they're going and getting investors or no. getting. Or well, with Riz, or with Risley, Studio we had, Work. we had some sponsorship. Well, you had sponsorship, which That's led
1: different. to some money, which was nice. But it wasn't. It was enough to feed everybody, right? But yeah. it wasn't the type of thing where, like, you you,
0: you know, you nobody had somebody, was quitting their day job. To no, do this. but you also yeah. didn't have somebody defining a timeline no. for you. it's not. Well, like we it purposely a... didn't give ourselves
1: right. a, a timeline. We just wanted to have it done and have it out in 2017. Keith David is still looking at
0: me from Wikipedia. Oh, I'm going to take him down now.
1: And then we did Risley, and we, po- we popped that out. Uh, we released that in the end of April 2017. So a, year, yeah, a little over a year ago. And then that hit online, too. I don't remember why we started this conversation, but yeah, that's we did Head, then we did Risley. Well, the reason I bring up Head is because it's funny. Um, I'm sitting you know, in... Head is
0: the film that keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sitting, sitting in my office at work um, uh, yesterday in a Monday. And my, my boss walks so up to me. So yesterday, yeah. Is it yesterday, Monday? So it must have yeah, been Friday because okay. it wasn't yesterday. Okay. Dude, I'm fucking, my, my, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm having I'm, a baby in three weeks. My brain is fucking shit. I'm a
1: seven-day-a-week guy, yeah. so.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and really, that's really what it is. Um, so my my boss walks over to me because he knows the stuff I used to do. Yeah. Right? yeah. And he's like, yeah, so... um poking around, and I was, uh, saw this movie. Amazon. And uh, I turned it on and saw your name there, and I'm like, no, that can't be Jim. That can't be that Jim, is yeah. it? And then, oh, in Connecticut, uh, Elmwood, oh, shit. It is. That's yeah. Jim. And he was watching Head. Nice. i was <laughs> just like, I'm like what'd yeah. you think? What'd you think? And his response was, it was fucking Horrible really funny but yeah. fucking horrible <laughs> that's fine like, I'm like no no that's what it's supposed yeah. to be he's like no no it it's was B... everything
1: and he literally was like it was
0: everything it was supposed right. to be was like, he was intentional... not giving it shit at all yeah, yeah. it's
1: intentionally a throwback to those yep. 80s and 70s slasher films so it's a B film yeah. not because we use B actors and things like that but it was because that's what the vibe we were going for we just happened to use puppets of course all horror films that are good or have humor in them too so and it was funnier because it is puppets, for well, sure.
0: I, and I think, you know, but honestly, there's your hook. And that was always, that was the hook. Yeah. And that, that was why a lot of the horror sites took to oh, everybody it. everybody loved it. And yeah. that's why, you know, like some of the festivals took to it. I know it's like a lot of the a hor- lot of the reviews and the horror sites took to it. And, you know, they said exactly what you just said. It's yeah. like the plot isn't particularly original. And it wasn't supposed to be, which no. is great. And, and, well, and it's they got it, yeah. but they all got it. And they're like, but the fact that these people did exactly what they intended to do. Right. Which was do a classic tropey horror movie, right. completely with puppets, it's, and it—I
1: mean—it hits every cliche. Yeah. Oh yeah, this movie could have been called Cliche. Yeah, you know, like that's. But um, with this the movie that wouldn't die though, because like we so we put out fifteen. By the end of fifteen into sixteen, we were done with the festival run, and then twenty seventeen, all of a sudden distributors were interested. Right. Like two fucking over two years later from the release, people were like, "Hey, we wanna we wanna buy this off you now and put it out." It's like, what? Oh, okay, so. We had to pull it off of our streaming site, mm-hmm. uh, TV. We had to pull it off our streaming site to so they could take it and then submit it, and they had to sit on it for a while. So mm-hmm. back in July of this year, it hit Amazon, iTunes, Voodoo, mm-hmm. the Walmart Netflix. Yep, Walmart Netflix. Literally. And um, Tubi TV, which if you don't want to pay for those other networks, Tubi TV is free with ads, so please watch it. And then last week on Sunday, it hit another one called Vidi Space, which is yep. like an upstart. And by the end of the month, I think it's going to be on Screambox. That's exciting. So they're still getting it out there even more, but, and it just, all of a sudden it hit again. Reviews started coming in again. People started talking about it again. It was like, this movie just won't die. And we, get, we, we Amazon reviews are my favorite because people on Amazon <laughs> are the ultimate trolls and they crack me up. We're at like a four right now. On Shall Amazon. we? Oh, yeah. And there's some of them Let's are just so brutal oh, and it's yeah. so funny. Let's and like hit it. And like, you know, the producer of the film, his name is Rick Passmore. He he takes this stuff a little personal sometimes. <laughs> but then he laughs about it. Or I'm always like, did you read this one? It's fucking hilarious. You know, like, and there's some five stars. There's some four stars. There's a couple. One guy was like, you should be paid to watch this. You know, it's like that. You know, it's like, usually when people write a bad review, it's because they miss the point. Because they're trying to take it seriously. And it's like, yeah, you kind of missed the point. So
0: you guys are at solid four stars. See, you're at f- solid four stars. of uh, the person, first person's not for kids. Well, okay, that's yeah, fair. That's fair. Um But they gave it a good review. They did. Let's let's look at, let's let's look, let's just look let's at the go one to a one stars. star review. Let's please. look at the
1: one stars. Let's go to a one star because where the fuck is my cursor? Hello. Yeah. So we made but we made a fucking horror movie. So the reason why while well, he's looking this up. Since he, uh, we were Elmwood had all these intentions to make this horror movie without puppets. It was going to be our first second feature film. Yeah, because we had,
0: because if I could just jump in here, <laughs> yeah. I did kind of
1: help write
0: and direct Josh and Todd. Josh and Todd, a story yeah. of man of his puppet.
1: So we had these two films that were in pre production really time. Really good movie, you should see it. Yeah, it's on it's on Exciting. Um, or on YouTube if you want to be cheap. Uh, on our YouTube page via elementproductions.com but anyways we were, had these two films that we were working on pre-production at the same time oh, I don't like that one it was going to be our first two feature films and they were both almost ready to be shot we had to pick one or the other and we went with what we were known for at that point which was puppet comedy we went with Josh and Todd as opposed to a live action non-puppet horror film and the person who wrote the film was upset and We're like, "Do well, this gives us more time to make the better script better because the script wasn't really ready so we shot Josh and Todd and and he you're was being very cool. kind oh yeah well, he, he, you know I am going to be very you're kind you're being very kind so he he, but he was even in Josh he was even in Josh and Todd like he he's yeah. still in it and he helped us with it and he cared that's what you know he did care about that film but he was just really disappointed that we didn't make his film and then the plan was to do Josh and Todd wrap that up and then start working on the film which was called Leave uh, and then over the course of the while, well, Jim and Russ this Jim and our and Russ Whirlybird who helped produce he- Josh and Todd as well and acted in it while well, they were editing Josh and Todd, I was doing more pre-production with this guy, Chris, and a crew that he would kind of pulled together. Yep. And the more we did, the less we got. Like, it was one of those things where it was just falling apart even worse well, as things, we developed. You
0: know, th- yeah, exactly. And it's not like he didn't put the work in. It's oh, just no. that.
1: It, too many cooks in the kitchen. It just, yeah. And it just didn't, you know. And, and people weren't driving. And it didn't coalesce. And finally, I was just like, you know what, when you guys have a script, because everyone was arguing about the script. When you guys have a script that you're ready to shoot, let me know and we'll do it. And that was twenty. When well, we twenty ten, early twenty ten. I, I think I believe that is correct. And then in two thousand eleven, we premiered Josh and Todd. So it was probably early twenty ten. I was finally just I pulled the plug.
0: And I will say, fucking Josh and Todd. We've said it a million times. No, it
1: was fall of thousand nine. But anyways, go ahead. You're right. You actually no. You're absolutely right. now. twenty ten is when it. I wrote the first. Draft yeah, because I was still working at the Hartford.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, we've said it before. Josh and Todd was kind of our uh, grad school. Our grad school. Yeah. And, if uh, you figure know how to
1: make a fleet your film that way. And I'll tell you what, I figured out I figured how to edit and I figured out how not to edit. Yeah. <laughs> so when when I pulled the plug on on leave, just because it wasn't coming together, we wanted to do other projects, uh I literally we lost that whole team. Like they were they not want nothing to do with this anymore and I'm like, it's fine. I'm like I'm not gonna beg people to be part of Elmwood Productions, yeah. it's not my style. That March in 2010, I was home for a night. The snowstorm was coming. I had a six-pack of beer, and I was like, I still want to make a freaking horror movie. Was it
0: Miller Lite, the uh, official beer of Elmwood Productions, or By was then, it was it PBR? It was
1: still Miller Lite, but I was drinking better beer. Oh, okay. But I had, like, nice beer that Okay. Night, you know? <laughs> uh, I never really bought a lot of Miller Light. Everybody else brought the Miller Lite, you know? It started being a joke, yeah, so it just started it, yeah, happening. Yeah, so everyone started bringing it. We still do a lot of Miller Lite, though. Well, you know where it, High Life. We do a lot of High Life. We you know, know where Shane it came, the came the from? from?
0: Where, you know where the, was the Miller Lite came concert. from? It was the Motley Crue concert. Po- was it Motley Crue or was it Poison? No, it was Motley Crew. It was the Motley Crew it was me concert. and Tricky and uh, it was, it was Yeah, it was the, it was the four the of us. The one where I fell off the chair. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that was Miller Lite. And we pre-gamed. So I wrote Head as like a reaction to not, because the movie that we wanted to make originally was supposed to be like an Evil Dead style horror film. Yeah. And then, as they were working on it, it was becoming bigger than that, and it wasn't what we wanted to do. So we'll stop when you guys are ready. We'll do it. And I went home, and that night, that weekend, I wrote the majority of the first draft of yeah. what was head. And then it was one of those things that Elmwood kept. Yeah, we'll do this next. We'll do this next. But the, oh, we gotta finish Steve the vampire. We wanna do gamers. We gotta do this short film. Like we wanna do this. We to do. So it kept just getting pushed back. And then finally, it was 2014. Yeah, it was early 2014, yeah. and we were like, now what are we gonna do? We ran out of projects. Like it was like, now what? And Mike Finland, who's one of our puppeteers, he was just like, "What about that horror movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, what about it?" I mean, we did table reads of this thing. Sure, with different I remember people a couple times, and like I scout locating, and just, I, for the act because we we're gonna do it with actors. And I was like, "Why don't we do?" That? I'm like, "Yeah, what about that?" And then Russ was like, "Yeah, we, we should be fucking doing a horror movie finally." And I was like, "Yeah, let's." So then we finally got the ball rolling in 2014 and shot it. Well, I remember us all sitting down and talking and.
0: Deciding, like the, the moment where, like the final decision was made, this is going to be done with puppets.
1: Oh my god, I'll never forget that. We had hired a director that we had seen.
0: <laughs> I remember this fucking dude, Abel.
1: Oh, we're, we're throwing names. Oh, that Abel. this fucking guy, or as we like to call him, disabled. No, I'm just kidding. That's an insult to disabled people, and I mean that in a funny way. I used to do. Okay, impression of him. And I was trying to. Yeah, remember. we were always said we were going to do put that in a puppet. No, I'm just trying to think what, what the impression well, was. Well, it was always pronounced like making up and putting words together. Oh yes, together and making oh yes,
0: oh, yes, um, yes. He was a very. Um, oh God. He was a very
1: um artistical director. Very artistical thoughts. Artistical and he... thought thinking thoughts. uh yeah. um, thoughts. Oh my God thoughts. Yes. Oh, anyways, this guy, <laughs> we saw him direct a short film for like they rented a space that we also use and we ended up being security for that space to help out for the day. A couple of us and we saw him directing. We we're like, oh this guy's kind of. And I'd met him once before through film stuff and the guy's kind of got his shit together well maybe maybe he'd want to do something with us because he looked really like he was on the ball Yeah, he was faking it really well so we were like yeah let's talk to him and he talked to us we talked to him because I already met him once before so it was kind of a cool small world thing that he was there that day doing the directing And
0: yes the, uh, our meeting is um, fortuitous. yes and uh, <laughs> I am glad that I am able to make the acquaintance with you
1: yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so he, we we brought him in to like check out what we do and hang out, and he loved what we were doing. We pretty much, he just loved the fact that we were doing anything, and that's what it came to. It could have been, hey, we're gonna we're gonna make a movie about puppies licking other puppies for four hours, and he would have been like, okay, just to have the work. I can market that movie, by the way. Yeah, well, and I, I <laughs> bite my tongue. So we hired him, and then as we were in pre-production we realized that he was the wrong guy for on so many different levels. You know, When you don't show up for your meetings because you'd rather be at the bar, and I like to drink, that's bad news. Or when you, you show, show up late drunk. Drunk, yeah. Or we're doing auditions, and he's pulling out nippers. With actors. We do this with actors. We're bringing people we don't even know into audition, and he's like pulling nippers out of his pocket in front of them and then hitting on every girl who auditioned. Every girl. Every girl, it was just, and like, I
0: knew, and a lot of these girls that I brought that were brought in were friends of mine. And
1: uh, but the, for one of the nights, yeah. Then yeah. the other night was all people I knew. Like we had, right. we had these three different groups of auditioning that just went to shit. And, and it be, wasn't even be, his; it wasn't all his fault. No, though. it
0: wasn't. But it'd be one thing it was just with the girls. It'd be one thing. A, if, a lot if, of the wrong
1: the, people were coming in. Yeah, it'd be funny yeah. if the girls were like,
0: "Ha ha, that you yeah. dude. That's fucking hysterical." And
1: we had to like explain to people after, like, "No, we let him go." Yeah, like we even so. the people that we knew we weren't going to bring on, we emailed like, "Hey, sorry about that." Too. Yeah, so. Go ahead. No, Last continue. night of audition. Well, so like two, week, oh, two weeks before, we're going to give up. Like, we were ready to just give up. Yeah, we're here to call it a day. And we were having a meeting at Paris and Plantsville. Rest in peace. I have this vivid memory, and we're all around waiting for him to show up. And we're talking about how we can't get any actors. We have like, and we're like, we, we don't want to use us or the younger group of us because there's some guys in the group that were younger because they don't want to act yeah. either. None of us want to be actors at this no. point. We're all happy to be puppeteers. And Russ and you know Russ is the Russ called it. He was like, you know, if we can't find anybody, I don't want to not do this movie. Why don't we just do it the way we're known? And I'm like the way we're known, and he went with puppets.
0: I mean, for the record, you and I were always okay with doing
1: it with actors. Yeah, Russ always wanted to well, do he, it with puppets. He, he so that was like was 50 his, yeah. 50 about it. He just loves the puppet thing, yeah. which I so do I. Yeah. But we were trying to do something different. That yeah. was the point. So he said, why don't we just do it with puppets? And at that, and I was just like, you know what, you're right. We're, if we if we have one more day of auditions planned, we're not going to cancel those because we got people coming we'll let them know there's a good chance we might do this with puppets so you might be auditioned to play a puppet too see how it, and, and a couple people were like that'd be cool everybody in the room but everyone in the room that night was the main animal crew we were all like yeah we're gonna do it. it's probably we were like at that point we decided it's going it to be with puppets it was a relief yeah, unless the people that come in the next week because it was the following week I think are amazing mm-hmm. it's gonna be with puppets and then Abel showed up late he showed up buzzed and when we told him it was puppets I wish you guys could see that he literally did that whole two hands on his face head down between his legs he didn't want to do it with puppets he didn't take the puppet thing seriously no. like he didn't get it and we all kind of were like yeah this is where it's going to go then the following week he didn't show up for his own auditions because he was at the bar and it was like all right we're just letting him go yep. and it was fine like it worked out for the best we let him go we moved on and then we only had one person actually show up for that audition when we told him we we're going to do this with puppets probably she was even more psyched and she had done some puppet stuff before so it was like perfect and then I'd say 2 weeks later we had our cast. Yeah. And then 3 weeks later we had our puppets almost done. Like I, yeah, I made those cra- puppets. Well, and the you know, look, I will say though, there was only one recycled puppet in that whole show. Those are and they're lovely puppets, but um <laughs> what's left of them? <laughs> <laughs> I still got my puppet upstairs. Awesome. Um I have And I you yeah, know, yeah. I have Kevin Graveyard Gill. And I think Bruce is in the studio but that's I Mike's, I think I still have Bruce.
0: mine with the hole in the back of his yep. head. Um
1: but yeah, I um where was I with that? But yeah, we had to fire him. It was the first, uh, what are that was you the gonna first, do, time, though? first mean... time we ever fired him, but last time, too. So hopefully we never have to do that again. So looking at these,
0: uh, going to head and looking at these... Um, oh, the, the reviews. The reviews. There's only two. Two's, two one-stars? There's a couple two-stars, aren't there? I couldn't find any. Oh, that's fine. I feel like there are others on other sites, though. Um, th- both of these sound like
1: people that refer to film as cinema. I think one of them, I think I recognize the name, one of them Mm -hmm. is a puppeteer who hasn't done very well for himself.
0: So So the first one is, not good. (laughs) You'd think this would be funny. It isn't. You'd think this would be scary. It isn't. You'd think it would be disturbing. It isn't. think that it would be clever. It
1: isn't. Well, there's nothing clever about this review either. Bad
0: language, bad puns, and bad storytelling make bad movies. Casting (laughs) puppets doesn't change that.
1: No kidding. <laughs> second one, a little bit more... Aren't you um, glad I don't get offended by this kind of stuff? Some people do. How can you? Because some people take their shit too seriously.
0: Second one, don't waste a second of your of your life this one's on this. This my favorite. You start watching stuff like this, hoping you find a, a hidden gem. Maybe some good writing. Some irony or subtle humor despite the fifth grade class budget. What fucking movie did you watch? Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Don't look for any of those here. YouTube car crash videos are far more interesting and funnier than this.
1: That's you true. should be paid to watch this. Thank you. Thank you for watching. That's a verified purchase, I might add. Oh yeah. So that guy paid. He's not just. A, he didn't do it on Prime. He actually paid, rented or bought the movie off of Amazon to watch it. So I want. So you to, thank you. I want you to know that while we were talking. What's his uh, name? Uh,
0: that well, shit. What was that dude's name? Um, I want to give him a personal thank you. That right was.
1: Ion Stepanek. Okay, Ion Stepanic. I want to thank you so much for that review because you you paid for the movie, so yeah. I got like eight cents, so I can <laughs> buy eight percent of a coffee at Cumberland Farms. Thank you.
0: So I will say, um, you know what? There are a lot of fours and fives. Yeah, though. I mean, like it's um, it's
1: a it's you know what it is. If you go into it having a clue of what you're walking into, you're gonna like the movie. And I like this guys. Don't be fooled by the first short. This
0: is actually very well done. Poor going, Ricky, going past he directed the yeah. short, going past the puppet gimmick. It's a fun, crazy ride yeah. with real characters and story, and puppet gore and puppet boobs. I mean, that was what, what, was what it? do you want? That, yeah. I mean, but
1: like if but you, if you got that, right. that's all that was intended. Yeah, like this past weekend, we actually had one more screening on Saturday. No shit. Yeah, out in out in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, we were asked to be part of a, Did a you film go? festival. And yeah, I drove down um so we were like you know we hadn't screened it in forever and it was like yeah you know i get a day off to myself like let's, let's go so four of us drove down for the screening and it was a small venue there were like 20 people maybe uh which was fine because the place only held like 25 you know <laughs> and it, it went over like gangbusters the first time i'd actually watched the movie all the way through and probably a year year and a half and uh i was just like right on man this is this is cool and they laughed at all the right parts. They groaned at all the right parts. And that last 10 minutes, they were completely silent. And that's exactly what it's, mm-hmm. how it plays, you know? And I'm like, great. This, and it was a horror fest. So they, they were there for horror films. And we were wedged in between two other films. There was three for the day. We won the day. You know, like, I think everyone, out of the three, thoroughly enjoyed it. Mean, that's my opinion. I could be wrong. But I think everyone really liked ours the most. But um, any other filmmakers were really, really, like, gracious and nice and really enjoyed the film. I liked the other two films. The other two films that were on the bill were awesome, but... But I have literally gotten, um, I have literally gotten compliments for my performance.
0: Yeah. Oh that. yeah. And I'm only in it for five minutes. Yeah. There's
1: a review on one of the horror sites that name drops you specifically. Yeah. So it's like that's cool. You it's know? like all I did was yell real loud
0: and and, and blow my brains yeah. out. But it was, it was, was <laughs> it. Russ. Russ. Russ posted. It was, we were talking about it. Uh, I guess it was coming up again. And you you posted it. And Russ goes, I've never had to clean yeah, so much was blood morning. off the yeah, ceiling. Uh, was that from posted? today? Yeah. yeah.
1: Because we're uh, the head Facebook page is uh, posting a behind-the-scenes picture every day for the month of Halloween, and that was the one that came up when we were sh- doing the blood splatter that hit the ceiling and missed its mark completely. But the shot, the picture is right before that all went down, which is hilarious. But anyways, don't you have like fan mail you have to read or something?
0: Not yet. Oh, okay. Well, you want to get I the fuck out? of No, here? no. I just because that's wanna... the end of the.
1: Oh, that's how you end it. Oh, oh yeah. I thought that was in the beginning. Okay. No, no, no. No, no. We, no we do fan mail at the end. That's cool. I can't on. remember. So yeah, that's fine. No, I just didn't know if I, I didn't want to take anything away from you. So no, I don't I'm in no hurry to go anywhere.
0: Again, you're trying to conform to a
1: to a format that is
0: very loosely followed. I, yeah, I've been on a lot of podcasts. So yeah, I know. <laughs> and you know, you know, sometimes you have to uh really stick to that form because yeah. that because that, that format because things can kind of really get out of control. Yeah, I was on one that had like their their half hour segments per person and it was yeah.
1: recorded live and it was played live. So when my thirty minutes was up, it was like you know, like it was fun.
0: I'm not nearly that professional. No, you're not there so, yet. You don't nope. get there. Yeah.
1: Or not? Um,
0: I'd love to. You know, I, I keep uh, you know my. But hope even if you get that big, just keep it like this. That's what makes that's what's charming. People really seem to enjoy it, which is really surprising.
1: <laughs> um, so, so head is out there. People, Let's, yeah. we'll move on to a new topic. Well, but what's
0: head, the so? Well, and we'll
1: plug again at the end. But yeah. how, how do we get it? It's on uh, it's on Amazon Prime, uh, Tubi TV. If you go to uh, ElmwoodProductions.com, dot it's right there on our website, TerrorFilms.net. I think is the, the distributor. If you do terrorfilms.net slash or backslash, I can't remember which, Head, it comes right up. If you just Google Head Horror Film and Puppets, it'll come right up, and you, it's Amazon. And 2B and all those networks, yeah, it's it's cool. It's online. You can watch it. You know? I got a, I actually got a text today from a friend of mine. She was just like, I was scrolling through Amazon, and there it was, suggested. I'm like, "That's that means people are actually watching that's it. That's awesome, yeah. For them to suggest it, that means people are actually watching it. So that was a cool thing. I'm like, dude, that's shocking.
0: So uh, what else does John do with Elmwood Productions that isn't film-based? Oh,
1: my gosh. Uh, I am a writer, a producer, sometimes director. I used to direct a whole lot more than I do now. I make the majority of the puppets. Uh, So people have asked me if you do commissions. I do commissions constantly. That's kind of what pays the bills. Commissions and commercial work pay the bills. So if you want a commercial or a video for your YouTube channel or promotional video we do that with puppets or without puppets if you need one um, so we, we do that kind of stuff you know so that's that's the blood that's what keeps the company alive really and then we make the films and we'll see i mean head hasn't we haven't gotten like you know there's money coming in from head finally we'll find out soon yeah, but give it like, time there's a, you know with the distri- distribution thing we have to wait till the statements come through to find out sure. what it is but it's kind of exciting to, to see that that might happen you know we're we're in it to have jobs you know, so sure. commission, but the commission thing, if you need a puppet made, um, you can find, you can go to com. There's a mm-hmm. link there to submit. Uh, I'll just be blunt. I don't do replicas. So don't ask us for Statler and Waldorf because that's probably the most common thing I get asked to do. Can really? you do the old guys in the balcony? No. Nope. Can you make this character? Can you make a Jeffy? Nope. Can you make this? Nope. No. Nope. Do you own the copyright? No. Do you have permission for copyright holder? No. Then no, I can't do it because that's bad bad but bad i have, juju.
0: but i have seen you do like portrait commission oh yeah that's the biggest where someone will be Our like hey, can you make is... a can you make a puppet of my daughter right the
1: two biggest things i get are pets and people i want my dog i want my cat i want my rabbit and that's just like looney tunes You're using a cartoon character yeah. which is great and then or i want my girlfriend my wife my husband my kid and i love doing that stuff too i love doing portraits that's so much fun yeah. As long as you don't offend the person, it's so much fun. Which luckily, it's only happened once, and it actually made it funnier.
0: Now, I do want to put this out here just to give you an idea. Hey, John, where'd you learn to make puppets?
1: I did it all by myself. Damn right you did. Yeah, it. I. Uh, it's it's uh, it's not something you can really go to school for. It's a craft, and and
0: although there 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 are there are there college are there, are, there are colleges that will
1: teach you puppetry yeah. and puppet making, but to, to to develop your own style like any artist, you it's Correct. good to have that kind of structure for sure oh, you know, I only it, put that in because you know
0: did you some, go to UConn?
1: some jackass is going to be like
0: well you have you can go to school for it because you can go to UConn and you can and and, you they, can, and, and they, UConn
1: they will teach you a very specific a way and, and they'll do a great job I mean they'll do a great job of teaching you a very specific thing in very specific ways yep. which is what an education is the problem with an education at an institution like that is you also take math you also take English you also take history mm-hmm. you're not focusing on your art you know even an art school is going to make you do these other things until you get into your master's program mm-hmm you know so if you really want to be an artist and make art go make art Mm
2: -hmm. find
1: like-minded people find artists that will teach you and i had people talk to me i had people teach me i had some small apprenticeships type thing but majority of it was self-taught you know reverse engineering and buying books libraries are beautiful things still you know the internet now i mean when i started Mm -hmm. building the internet was in its infancy yeah you know so like there weren't a million youtube pages on how to build puppets and free patterns out there like i had to seek out books well, I also seek remember out things
0: you and... started creating your own patterns
1: too oh yeah i still do that which yeah.
0: now you have a very distinct style of puppet oh. You know, there are a couple. Yeah. I also still love your stapler head. Puppets, oh man, yeah, which well, is a, just a style of puppet. Which is a very long face. It just looks like a giant face. stapler. It looks like a fucking stapler. And there's
1: different ways you can alter it, but it still looks like a giant stapler. Johnny Sojive, if you follow our work, or if you it's want a to do, small stapler, it's large. No, it's the same. Well, it's,
0: it's not. It's not as long as Todd's head. No, well, for Todd's example. head
1: just looks long because like has that bulb on the yeah. back. It's this, almost the same size. But uh, did you make end up building a new Johnny Sojive? He's in progress. We'll say. It's exciting. Yeah. Uh, that puppet has finally fallen apart so it's like and that's the second that's the second Sojive too yeah
0: Johnny Sojive is kind of the uh, unofficial mascot of all yeah. productions yeah um, is really John, one of John's oldest characters it's too. just something
1: that's easy to pull out and pull off things with well, too well people love him yeah they seem,
0: especially live people love no, him they love they, yeah the,
1: the, 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 the burlesque shows we've done the stand up yeah. bits we've done with him he's always gone over really well because so. Yeah, so. he's just a drunken idiot you know everyone loves the drunk It's the good. town drunk you know
0: at all you know, puppets are effectively, you know, e- these characters are often just kind of shadowy reflections of, of who ourselves. we actually
1: are. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, so, but, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm always, I'm still, like, it Head, it's funny, if you, on the Head, if you have one of those rare DVDs from the Kickstarter or from our appearances, there's a commentary on it. At the end, I name I dropped this company called Project Puppet because we were in such short notice to make that film for yeah. the puppets, I used their patterns. Which they, which
0: film was it? Head. Oh, you used yeah, project puppet almost, for head.
1: Almost all the puppets in that were project puppet patterns because it was just like a stock pattern I could use and make humans out of very quickly and very simply, which was great. You did crank them the yeah, fuck I out. Yeah, I mean Mike though. and Mike and Ben, Mike Finland and Ben Farley, who both were puppeteers in the film. They cut and glued a lot of the foam heads together, yeah. and I did everything else though. So yeah. they, I mean, not all they did probably half of them, but I mean that was the. Yeah, you, I remember. I remember twelve puppets. quickly you crank in three weeks yeah. or something like that? Like. And I made Quigley from Risley Brothers and yeah. Schmutzi at the same. I was making them at the same time just to get them done. And Schmutzi didn't get finished for like another two months, but Quig was done. Yeah. Like I just every once in a while you're like building all these same characters, and you're like I need a break from one of them, so I'd work on Quigley. And by the time we shot the show, he had different eyes. But yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. yeah I changed the eyes out.
0: So when you're uh, not filming, not building, not yeah. having anything to do with puppetry or or. Uh... Or film? Or film? Who are you? What do you do? What are you into? What do you? Uh, what's
1: I, what's your life revolve around? I sleep. I drink a lot of coffee. Uh, like you I said I do commercial work. You've always
0: been a coffee drinker. Yeah. That's something you yeah. and I have always. Yeah,
1: big coffee drinker. I, I like a good beer, I like a bad beer. because um, you know I don't care. Let's talk about that for a, a second. A good beer snob understands why bad beer is good. Because I hate hipsters. Yeah. Um. See, I was drinking PBR before hipsters were. So, well,
0: I mean, yeah. Oh, let's. Yeah, we'll get yeah. that out of the way right yeah. now. Yeah, but um, I have. So, I too, as John will tell you, am a fan of beer of all milks. Mm-hmm. I am not in any way, shape, or form a beer snob. Um, I just don't like Budweiser. No, uh, like that's just it. Garbage. I just don't like Budweiser. I will
1: drink a Schlitz or a Milwaukee's best before I drink a Budweiser. Yep. I'll you know I'll drink a Miller. I'll yeah. drink a oh, Miller yeah. Light. I'll, I'll drink.
0: I, you know, I'm not a big. I I hate. Budweiser. I'm not a big Coors fan. Yeah, Coors is my, uh, you know, but if someone held a gun to my head and held held a can uh, uh, held the Silver Bullet or the King of Beers next to me, I'm going for the Silver Silver Bullet Bullet all day long. Um, but and I have friends that own very successful breweries in the region. I mean, some they
1: sponsored Risley Brothers, some Um, people. So like, and I love the I like Back East Breweries. Like, oh, I love their beer. But um name job because they sponsored go for brothers. it go for it
0: <laughs> that's what hey man
1: I, I'll be a promotional whore yeah. it's all good
0: but it's getting a little ridiculous well
1: here's it's it's gonna be that boom like anything you know there's gonna yeah. be a million breweries especially in the, here in Connecticut there's a million breweries opening up and then well, because like, for a long time you couldn't have it and but now that, yeah, in the past and then ten years gonna, you can but then there's gonna be the boom there's gonna be the bust and then there's gonna be five great ones and that's I mean they have two in Southington now it's like come on yeah. you know
0: like I just to say that um, I appreciate an occasional IPA, mm-hmm. but I can't deal with the IPAs that taste like pine needles and turpentine. Well, that's because it's not. It's not for me.
1: <laughs> I like an actual IPA. I, I, want, like when I the, want my
0: beer to taste like beer. Yeah. It, it tastes like beer and grapefruit. Like, yeah. you know, it's, I, just I don't know. I want
1: just, my beer to taste like, it's like beer. beer. I'm not a fruity guy. I'm not, nope. I, oh, these people in their ciders. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't drink beer, but I drink hard ciders. You know, like You know, good for you. Tell me about it again, please, because I haven't heard it enough already. <laughs> They're probably vegan too. Uh, actually, I uh, yeah. Don't even get me started. I'm cool with that. Don't worry.
0: That's why I drink high end bourbon. <laughs> that's just, that's
1: just what I Dude, do. I just I bought drink. the uh, Hellboy Hellfire. I got two bottles of it. It's so nasty. Oh, it's vile. But um, I had to buy it. But uh, like it's I said, just, it's just sugar water with alcohol. Like, like I was telling you. I, I mean, d- it doesn't. It's not nasty. I shouldn't say it's nasty. It's just. Jordan from Table to generic. Stage brought yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I it's um, funny. I almost grabbed my bottle, yeah. but I was like, eh. I mean, it's it's. Jim will make me a drink if he wants me to have a drink. So.
0: It's like cheap Fireball. Yeah, that's all it is. Which yeah. is really bad because Fireball's cheap Fireball.
2: Yeah, so. yeah. So, I, I mean, there's worse. I shouldn't. say It's, it's worse terrible. than Gold Schlager. There we go. It's just <laughs> not.
1: It's not. I shouldn't say it's terrible. It's just not great. You know, it's just generic. It's not. Was it Aftershock? No, Aftershock, Aftershock. was mint flavor. No, right? Aftershock was cinnamon, and it had so much sugar, and it, it would build crystals in the, the, the bottle. What was the blue one? There was a blue one, too. I don't know. A- oh, I know wow. what you're t- I don't I, know the name of it. We're gonna, it was called Dracar. <laughs> I mean, it was, the same, wore it it was the same it. era. And everybody wore it and drank it. It was the same
0: era. Aftershock. It was called
1: Aqua Velva. Aqua, Aqua Velva. Velva. You know I mean? It was called Brute by brute. Fabergé. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do I smell Brute? <laughs> Anyways.
0: Oh, Aftershock. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Aftershock. Oh, my God.
1: I had a little nipper of that that I bought in 96 like a month before my 21st birthday. And I had that nipper for like 7 years and never opened it. And by the time I opened it, you couldn't pour it out because all the sugar and crystals had solidified.
0: You know what the blue one was called? What? Aftershock blue. Oh, okay.
1: So I don't remember that one either do anything else. There we go wow (laughs) let's go find that let's 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 go get some aftershock blue and some zima and really get fucked up oh zima the 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 drink of the future last summer mike brought i don't know if mike or ricky or tricky one of them brought like a 12-pack of zima to the studio (laughs) and i was like are you fucking kidding me and we were filming i want to see the last bits of animal behavior and it was just like we all started like popping them open just to try them out i had like one sip and i was like i can't i can't even drink this i think cassie finished it for me I was like, I can't can't do this. Like it's just so bad. Either um, Cassie or Katie, I can't remember one of the girls took it. I'm like, of course. Non alcohol
0: related, they have and yeah. you can get them at World Market re released. Um a very good facsimile version of Clearly Canadian.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You know Jolt's back too. And, well, yeah, but Jolt yeah. is back. Jolt back. is back. Well, no,
0: clearly Canadians back, it's back too. too. Like, yeah, yeah no, and it's yeah. very and it's old bottles and everything. It's very good. I I hear the Jolt is good. Identical. No, it's identical. It is. It is yeah. identical. Is yeah. it still crunchy? Is it, it, so, sweet? Is it that, so sweet that oh, it's yeah. crunchy? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, it's become a staple in the studio again, like which is great. It's oh, like it's, yeah, back old school. Yeah, I mean I'm more of a caffeine addict than I am a drinker. So oh it's yeah, like, me too. Jolt being there, and um, Rich Mislovitz has joined our crew, and there you go. And he was supplying us with the Joel for a while. He kept showing up with the Joel for a while. Richie Richie collects more stupid shit. I love it. Richie just he, hit two hundred board games. Yeah, this right, past and, week. And he came with
0: me to Pennsylvania. All that retro stuff yeah. too. He's oh, yeah, into, he came to Pennsylvania. Hysterical. We
1: found this like weird comic bookstore thing in this mall near where we were screening, and he found his two hundredth game for his collection. So I'm pretty proud of him. Congratulations, Richie. God bless his wife. Oh, yeah, right, and his kids.
0: I saw a great picture of him in the throne. Oh, yeah. Like Conan. It's awesome. Yeah, he's, um, he's a funny guy. I love that guy. So you and I, as I said, we've bonded over three things. Yeah. Um, And not just specifically, you know, Guns N' Roses, Prince, and the Muppets, but obviously puppetry yeah. has been a very big part of our yeah. lives. But also, you and I have really explored a lot of music together. Oh, yeah. And music's been really I mean, important to both is, of us.
1: Music is, like, key to, yeah. like, just what I'm not doing Elmwood. If I'm I'm not a TV guy, you know. I watch certain shows mm-hmm. and things like that, but I'm not one of those guys who has to be home at Friday at eight to watch a show. Yeah. you know, is I mean, anybody
0: like that anymore though?
1: You know what though? If if I if it's something I can watch even later, I don't. If I don't watch it for six months, it's going to be there. Right. Exactly. I'm not. Yeah, I'm I don't care if people are talking about it. Like, yeah, fuck everyone who's like, oh, you haven't seen the show, you have to watch it. That makes me want to watch it even less. <laughs> you know, it's like let me find things for myself. If I like it, I like it. You know, like uh, the last show I got. I mean, I think Superstore is hysterical. So. Uh, superstore so it's a sitcom it's on right now i think yeah. it's hysterical it just having worked retail forever it like hits it's like yeah. cl- it hits like clerks hits oh wow but it's more pg-13 you know but it's like all right you know and then um, it's a lot less cum guzzling a lot and, not and, uh, yeah. not much less though. the show is <laughs> naughty but um a lot less but, like, necrophilia yeah definitely a lot less necrophilia N- yeah <laughs> i'll just think about that for a second there's a dead guy in an episode but like, yeah, the, but, but, no, like ash versus evil accident. dead you know yeah. like i love that show because i'm a huge evil dead guy but like i didn't have to go get stars to watch it i waited for the dvd to come out right you know like so like or blu-ray now you know but like um yeah but music yeah yeah i had to but, get in there. but music is like um when i'm home it's music on you know yeah. when i'm writing i'm gonna have music going when i you know him i don't have music going is if i'm editing something which i don't mm-hmm. really edit that much anymore i let ricky do that but
0: i'd say some of my you know later you know kind of more recent fond memories are come when i wasn't working this Coming yeah, over,
1: coming over to the house, pounding two cu- pots of coffee, listening eight, to fucking music, of chatting. just listening to whatever the Prince, random talking, new CD yeah. I had or Prince Out, or like random or...
0: vinyl. Like, you would yeah. like, like, I picked up this vinyl, like, what is it? I don't know,
1: let's put it let's on, let's try man. this yeah. out. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I just I, got piano and a microphone. The new Prince, yeah, uh, it's the it's it's literally how do you feel about the new Prince content being released I'm posthumously? Fine with it, you, you know, when I, w- 10 years ago. In my head, I was like, "When Prince dies, they're gonna put everything out." Like, you just knew that. You knew whoever was in charge That's the whole point was like. I assisted an interview recently with any box has an L on it. That stuff mm-hmm. will never get released because Prince put L on it for lame. Like, he <laughs> so they're they're avoiding that stuff apparently. But like, I think it's cool. Like, and the first thing they put out, I mean, besides the Purple Rain reissue, which Prince was working on, right? You know, before he died. You anyways, know that tour was gonna happen. Oh, it, with the revolution. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the time probably. And the time probably. Yeah. But uh, and Apollonia probably probably have brought her out in L. A. At least, you it's know, fucking like, heartbreaking, man. But uh, <laughs> but I think it's cool, and I think it's cool. The first thing they put out wasn't like an unreleased album. It's literally him with a cassette deck at his piano, recording himself just practicing. And I think that's the yeah. right thing to put out first. I Let's agree. not put like a full blown produced album out. I agree. In other words, this is for you, the fan this is this is not meant because because honestly if you're not a prince fan you will not appreciate this release they weren't trying to sell 30 million copies they're trying to sell a million and that's where I think it's cool they they know like because even if you listen to it there it's the first half of it is literally a medley just him practicing he plays he plays 17 days straight through on piano but it's a little different <laughs> there's a little purple rain little this little that There's little strange songs that hadn't even come out like strange relationship and all that like didn't come out for like four more years yeah. and and then the last two tracks are two tracks one's of it's called um cold coffee and cocaine which is pretty much a time song would have been a time song had it been recorded <laughs> by the time and he, he the, the, the voice you know the, what became the, what we call the Johnny Sojive, was he does that for it and then the last song is really cool and he does Mary don't you weep the old song yeah which was just in a new Spike Lee movie but like it's it's not meant for the casual fan no and that was cool they didn't put something out like okay here's a prince album no this is Prince rehearsing this is prince practicing in his fucking house on a cassette, and halfway through, you hear him go, "Yo, turn the tape over." So somebody was there who flipped the tape over. Turn the tape to over. to keep recording. You know, and turn the tape over. That's cool. You know, how old school is that? It being? was recording eighty three. You know, and it was just on a cassette. That's the best part. It, they had to mine the archives to find this one. Right, now. they knew they they knew it existed because there'd been bootlegs of it for years. Right, but they had to find that original cassette to release. It. So I mean. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Shit. I can only imagine being that guy who found that. and was like, this is it. Like, please let this play. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> please don't let this be shot. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this stuff as long as they do it. Like, I don't want like haphazard together collections thrown together. I want them to look at the stuff that, in the air as it was recorded and try and make albums out of the stuff. Now, do we know? Is there someone specific who's curating this stuff? It's they have people within. They have people at. The, the, there's our specific people. Yeah, I don't know who. But, no,
0: but we know that there's like, a, but there's a one or two people. Yeah, that are there curating are specific the people, thing. and
1: his sister's really in charge of everything. Okay. So like, it's so hopefully it all works out. And the new record deal makes sense. Like, you're getting all that old stuff is going to get re released. All it's all online now. Yeah, which I know he was kind of against. But... He was getting there though, especially after Artificial Age and uh, yeah, the last two out, al- the last four albums he did were all very much online. He just wanted artist rights more money. Yeah, which makes sense. That's why he went with Title because mm-hmm. they gave him a lot of money. You know so. He would have eventually gotten there, you know. So, yeah. and then uh, the last time we actually saw each other, and
0: I'm a, just, I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm mining the hits.
1: Yeah. The last time we saw each other was, was at the Guns, at the Roses, Guns and Roses kind yeah. of, and I couldn't drink the beer. Oh, that's okay, I drank it. Or did Sean drink it? I, I felt, I felt really bad too. And like, no, I would have drank
0: that beer. And yeah. then Jamie's like, I can't drink that beer
1: either. Yeah. So, yeah, we. Uh, that was the second time I saw him on the tour. I saw On the, that tour, yeah, I saw him the previous summer, and yeah, uh, but they they hadn't reunited yet. No, it was the re- I saw him in the first leg. Oh, you did? Okay, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. No, yes, you did. Yes, at, you did. And, uh, yeah. At uh, um Patriots Foxborough At Foxborough, Foxborough yeah. Stadium, I saw him there, and I was like, they, they're not going to top that, and they didn't. I mean, Pete thought they did. We have different opinions. Yeah. Pete thought the Civic Center show. Was better. I thought the the Foxborough show was better, but it's a different vibe when you're in. A... I
0: I mean, stadium shows. I just have a hard time at the big stadium shows. I Foxborough's seen... not a big stadium to me. It's not giant stadium. You know, it's no, it's not. But yeah. still, it's a just the the stadium setting. Like, I mean, I saw at Wrenchler Field, which is a stadium, but it's yeah. barely a stadium. Jamie and I saw yeah, the police. police. Yeah, I remember that tour. And it was
1: kind of yeah. That's they're kind of. <sighs>
0: I mean, I mean, it was, it was kind of, uh, to be honest. But it was like,
1: you know what? We got to see the police. Yeah, that's what. That's why it was cool. But uh, what did you? I mean, I Uh, huge thumbs up. I love the whole reunion thing. I'm glad they're doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm glad they didn't do it in such a way. As a fan of Guns N' Roses, who has been a fan of every incarnation, has seen every incarnation and enjoyed every incarnation for different reasons. Right. I'm glad they didn't do one of these. Okay, we're gonna reunite and ignore. Eras without each other. Yeah, you know they didn't ignore Chinese democracy. They're not ignoring Velvet Revolver. They're not. You know that that's what's smart. I wish they had done Oh Velvet Revolver. They're doing them now. Are they doing them now? Yeah, they started doing Um Slither. Oh, okay. Like right after that, they started this summer. They did Slither like every show. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's it it was inevitable, I think. you know. So and the fact that it's it's it's. I remember on the last Velvet Revolver show, yeah, they played "It's So
0: Easy" and "Mr. Brownstone" and "Patience." Yeah, yeah. They played three fucking Guns N' Roses songs in that show. That's what people (laughs) want. I remember, I remember watching that. People
1: want when they played solo solo pilots and Guns N' Roses songs. People went crazy. When they played Velvet Revolver songs, people were into it. But I remember,
0: you know, listening. Everyone's singing patience, yeah, and looking at my wife and going, "How badly does this crowd want a Guns N' Roses right. reunion?"
1: <laughs> and I'm glad it wasn't a reunion. It was just the next step, yeah. really. When you think about it, because they didn't get back Matt Sorum or Steven Adler, they didn't get back Izzy Stradlin or Gilby Clark. Sure. They went, they kept people that were in the group at that point and brought back Duff and Slash. Yeah, but yeah, those.
0: I mean, Duff and Slash, songwriting wise, the exception of Izzy Stradlin, yeah. like, were really kind of co- the core songwriters. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, Izzy. Izzy wrote his own songs and, and like, then Guns the N' Roses did yeah. them and then did them yeah, yeah.
1: so but like so it's kind of cool that they you know, and I guess at one point D.G. Ashford was asked to stick around oh yeah and they they were gonna and at one point uh, Dave Kushner was asked to come in mm-hmm. and he didn't want to do it because he felt like it'd be too much Velvet Revolver. Revolver yeah. and that's kind of a good point you know like so they ended up with two guitars instead of three because mm-hmm. they wanted to do the three guitar thing but I think it's cool that, that they did that and like I said it's, it's a, it was a logical step that people were leaving anyways so we yeah. placed them with other people if you're going to replace some other people why not bring other people back at that point it wasn't like they fired Tommy Stinson right he quit yeah. you know and he didn't quit under bad terms he just didn't want to do it anymore he was done touring the world he wanted to do his own thing the guy's been in every band every band ever he's Duff Duff has been in yeah. every band too so like and him and Duff are buddies so they would just and Duff had already played with Guns N' Roses he'd filled mm-hmm. in for Stinson so it was mm-hmm. just a logical bring Duff back yeah. and then oh well Ashba, and, well, Ashba S- and Slash was Bumblefoot the big question. Bumblefoot want to leave. Yep. Slash is coming Slash back. Slash was the big question. And the thing too. is, like, it was the worst kept secret in the music industry. Yeah, you know, because Axel and Slash been hanging out for like a year at that point. Yeah, you know, like there was everyone knew this. Like, it wasn't like some. Oh, they were friends again. It was just a matter of time before they played again. Because mm-hmm. I know that wasn't why they became friends again. They didn't need. to... No, be. they just became friends again. They got over again. it and became friends again. And Duff, I'm sure, had something to do with that because he was friends with both right. of them. And then, all right, now, did you read his book? I read both his books. Yeah. What did you read his last one? Uh, to uh,
0: be a man. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't or read how to it. be a man or something. Yeah. No, I didn't so. read. It. I, I've only read it so easy.
1: Be a man's fun because it's more of an instructional how not to be a douchebag lifestyle book. Like oh, it's not biography. It. It's more of a, a self-help book. From if, a you rock ever, star. if you
0: ever, if you ever want to read
1: an autobiography
0: or a bio, an autobiography that is one of the most skewed um, autobiographies ever. Yeah. It's a good autobiography, but it's incredibly skewed read the slash autobiography oh well, it's, it's it make, so ridiculously yeah. skewed and there's
1: so many flaws in in how how it's because you know he was just telling somebody these stories yeah and they transcribe it but he'd say they're in the book he's talking about like his his, his money problems with taxes mm-hmm. when he was younger and how he was getting money orders to pay from the record labels mm-hmm. giving checks and he said, "Well, we'll explain more about that later." And then it never comes up again. Never came back to it. Yeah. And even in the editor didn't cut that out. It's bad editing too. Yeah. You know. So that book. I mean, it's an entertaining book, but it's.
0: it's but it's so, also it is
1: skewed as fuck. It, the last, and you're reading it going. Uh, and the last two chapters are just a big advertisement for Velvet Revolver because yeah. that's what was coming out that time. And he mother. Fucks Frank Ferrar in that book. Does he? I don't remember that. Oh, really? He, Why? I don't
0: know. Okay. He motherfucks that really. dude
1: because that dude didn't even know him.
0: Well, no, no, he did because um, Axel had tried to get him in before. I don't remember. Yeah, no,
1: I believe you. I just don't remember. That Axel part of tried the book. to get yeah. him in before, like earlier when I they mean, were having drummer he issues. Was in the Vandals, man, he was killer and dude, he's, psychedelic furs, dude. He, he's. Killer in Guns N' Roses. Yeah, he's and, the best and, drummer and he, they've ever yeah, had. I mean, mean, really, he really is the best. I mean, people oh, Stephen Adler. He, great. He was there first. Does make you the best?
0: Yeah, Stephen Adler was a good drummer. Uh, so is Izzy Stradlin, who played half the drums on that fucking right. album. Stephen so had, Stephen
1: was a great disco drummer who was in, in a in a rock band. And, and that the, was made it great. It's the
0: old joke. It's you know they're sitting there uh, interviewing John Lennon, and they go, "Do you think that uh, Ringo Starr is the best drummer in the world?" And John goes, "Ringo Star's not even the best drummer in the, the Beatles. Beatles."
1: Yeah. <laughs> You know, so poor it's, Ringo. It's like, yeah, but like Frank Ferrara is a fantastic drummer, yeah. though. Like, and and Richard Fortas is everything Guns N' Roses needed in a in a rhythm lead guitarist. Yeah, no. that's why he didn't leave. Yeah, you know, he's that. He's just they were in psychedelic first together too. So, mm-hmm. so that's you know you have that tightness. So, anyways, yeah. So those are nothing Jim and I can. <laughs> so on. do
0: you think they're gonna record me like actually absolutely. record new music? You think <laughs> it's gonna absolutely?
1: Happen? I, I mean, I I think you, I don't know if you'll see a full album right away, but I think you'll see a a movie soundtrack song or something like that. Then you'll see. That's my theory. And I think you won't see that until 2021. Really? 2020? 2020. Because, I mean, Duff's doing his thing, Slash is doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Axe doesn't need to do anything. No. Axe owns half of LA. You know, like he doesn't <laughs> need to do anything. So and he's not in ACDC dc anymore. So you know it's not like so. I, I tell you what though, and Axel has you ins- listen. You listen to those recordings. It was awesome. Oh, it was great. It was awesome. It's it's cool they brought Brian back though. You know, well they were able to. Well, re- it's cool that they could. Yeah, yeah. So um, and they're recording. I mean, it should just be the last ac album. But I will, a say,
0: I will say, I will say, Axel stepped up. But Axel singing. It was a lot more Bond Scott than oh, it yeah. was than it was. That's his style. Yeah, his style though. is yeah, much yeah. more Bond Scott than it was, uh, Brian. I think if he came out and tried to sound like Brian Johnson, everybody would have been like, "What are you doing?" You know, cuz that's not well, what I mean, he, he like. sounded like fucking Axel Rose, yeah, but it exactly. really was he a, didn't was try. A, was a much more Bond Scott yeah. sounding thing. So.
2: Yeah.
0: But All right. uh and as, you know, I'm
1: I, I like Brian Johnson and everything like
0: that, but <laughs> yeah, I've too. Always, but I've always been this. I'm a Bond Scott I'm guy. A bon Scott Brian and,
1: John- I, and Brian Johnson's voice, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean cuz I'm not a singer. But Brian Johnson hasn't been a good singer since like nineteen ninety one. You know, oh, yeah, even for that kind I'm, of his voice I, went I, to hell. I am a
0: singer and you are one hundred percent correct. <laughs> it, 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 he's
1: just growled since like yeah. since Talk about singing. Thunderstruck Forward. Talk
0: about singing. I was shocked. And how good Axel sounds. See this
1: thing like everyone's like, Oh, he sounds terrible. When you're watching YouTube videos, everybody sounds terrible. No, like I, I was you know, but I like, was shocked. Like I'm it, going back like five years earlier yeah. when when I saw it. But them. he sounds better than well, he does sound better now, did before. Because he's practicing. Well, and that's the funny thing too. He's got a vocal coach, I'm sure.
0: He will um, he Yeah. He, well, and you know, that's what happened too. Uh, although he's always had an incredible voice, Bruce Dickinson yeah. and Iron Maiden. Bruce Dickinson sounds better now than he did yeah. twenty five years ago. Seasoned. Well, like that, and he, yeah, and, and he's using to be to be all like artistic and kind of queer. He's using his instrument more yeah, effectively, exactly. but he is though. It's the, the truth, like, which is why Ronnie James Dio never sounded any different yeah. for forty I had a buddy fucking be like, years well, because he doesn't he, growl
1: he, like he used to. But that's because it would ruin his voice. He's singing yeah. now. There's yeah. a difference. He's singing. He can hit the notes higher now. He can hit those high notes well, still, and he he's really the, settled into his falsetto. Yeah. He can really and he can do yeah. the deep notes, and he can do the high and low, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to screech because mm-hmm. that's not going to help you as a singer. No. It's it no. was, it, yeah. I'm, I'm a vocal performer. doing puppetry I do a million voices you know and there are some voices I just don't do anymore even myself because I know they're bad for me you know and I'll do other ones sparingly you know so yeah
0: it's true so yeah um, I really liked that fucking show it was a great
1: show though I was really impressed
0: they they sounded awesome they did they were killer
1: Melissa Reese is a perfect addition to the band too way better than Pittman was and
0: Slash was just like that was the fact they did like you know like just 20 minutes of just it was there was huge jam points in the middle of that fucking show oh yeah
1: and it was awesome just to see fucking it was a good I mean like it was funny because I was sitting in almost the identical seats I sat in in 93 yeah I was one chunk front I was on the floor in 93 (laughs) yeah so I was one chunk forward and it was like kind of cool to be back there you know 24 years later
0: I was on the floor I was on the floor for both shows in 93 nice I was on the floor for New Haven well my my girlfriend paid for the New Haven tickets and I paid for the Hartford tickets nice and I was on the floor. My seats, well, the seats I bought were better. I gave her a hard time. Um, dude, I don't know how I got them, but I was in like the seventh row. We were like That's in the cool. seventh row. And there were like eight of us, yeah. and I got seventh row tickets. Um, And they ended up paying for my ticket as well because I collected the right around I, I collected enough yeah. money from them All of a to, sudden to the extra. get enough for me. Yeah. But And then she and I went ourselves the night before. Cause it, was it was two nights before. It was two nights before. It was before hard.
1: Yeah. It was Saturday and Tuesday. Yeah. So it was that is, okay.
0: So Okay. I had like, um, that weird memory of mine. I'm telling you, like yeah. John Bristol, you know certain things. Certain things. He won't remember somebody's name or, or the color of their eyes, nope. but he'll he'll tell you exactly where they were, when they were, and you know what they were drinking. It's yeah. All right, so uh we. we I want to hit something May 22nd,
1: 1989, it was a Saturday, and I watched Indiana Jones and Last Crusade at the Showcase Cinemas in the Berlin Turnpike. Off the Berlin Turnpike. That's
0: something we can talk about.
1: But I can see the weird memory that came out on a Wednesday, but I saw it on Saturday.
0: There's something else (laughs) we can talk about, because there's a huge fandom. So Indiana Jones. Yeah. So my buddy John is to Indiana Jones what I am to Star
1: Wars. Not quite, but close. Yeah, I don't collect. I don't play the games. I don't. Yeah, but you know, I, yeah, you're absolutely right. But yeah. but the, but that's just because those aren't your hobbies. No, they used to be, and I yeah. sold all that shit to yeah. make movies, and I'm glad um, I did, <laughs> and pay bills.
0: How do you feel about the prospect of a fifth
1: movie? It's happening, so yep. but how I feel doesn't matter. But well, I'm excited. No, no, i but this but, is, but this is your. I, I want your opinion. I'm, I'm ready. I'm why'd they wait so long? I should have made it ten years ago. You know, how that's do you my feel title. about there being no George? I'm okay with that because George Lucas was the impetus for storytelling. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the storyteller. Steven Spielberg was. Mm-hmm. And the more George Lucas got involved, the less entertaining the films were.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like the fourth one's not a bad movie. It's just not a good, Indiana, not Jones good movie. Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Um, it's And it's not a, the worst movie to come out that year, you know, it, it's, especially it for is, geek and genre stuff. But it know? is the worst Indiana Jones movie. Right, but if you're going to make, I've said this about any movie series, mm-hmm. if you're going to have a series of films, there's always one movie that's not a, that is the worst. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make it a bad movie. Correct. You know, so I, I happen to
0: like them in the order they come out. Ex-
1: that's exactly me too. That, uh, a lot of particular series. A lot of people one, argue with me because you know,
0: they, first of all, they're the people that go, well, "The Last Crusade's the best one." It's like you're out of your fucking mind. No, Raiders of the
1: Lost Ark is, the, is like one of the
0: best films ever
1: yeah. fucking made. Like I said to somebody, else, I'm like, the, the three sequels are literally B movies compared to the Raiders of mm-hmm. Lost Ark. Like they are, they're they're just they're all good movies, but none of them are Raiders of the Lost Ark. And yeah.
0: And most people that for some reason bitch about Temple of Doom bitch about one of two things. Either the kid Which was no pro- short round was great. Which A, he was awesome, and B, that was the movie that invented that convention in movies. Yeah. And secondly, they're oh and, and, and the girl's always
1: screaming and is annoying. That's the fucking point that of the character, the character for character, God's She sake. was supposed to be the exact opposite of the girl from the first movie. Exactly. And, and she still holds her own.
0: Oh my God, she's hysterical. Yeah.
1: And that's the thing. She was the comic relief. Ex- and that's what I tried You had from. Sala in Raiders. Yes. He was the comic relief. And in, in Temple of Doom, you have Willie Scott as the comic relief. And in Last Crusade. Sala was
0: the comic relief.
1: Sala moment. was blatant comic relief, yeah. but Indy and his dad's relationship was where I the mean, real humor came, where the came humor came from. where the humor came from. Yeah. So, like, and then in and, and Crystal Skull, and we've had this conversation before, but Crystal A million Skull, times. And I love it, it. If this was the last Indiana Jones movie, it makes complete sense. Sure. uh because first he he loses everything mm-hmm. and his employer says to him we're at that age where we start losing things where we where, where we stop stop getting things mm-hmm. and God starts taking them away yep. And then by the end of the movie he's gained a whole bunch of new things yep. he's gained a new job he's gained a wife he's gained a child he's gained a new perspective on what the world is and could be and he still has his hat and he still has his hat So yeah sure was the storytelling eh sure. Did it need CGI? No. That's George Lucas. That was my biggest issue with that film, you know, but um, that's where that's where filmmaking was in 2008.
0: What I always loved about the Indiana Jones mu- movie was and this is silly, but I loved the it The
1: practical effects. Was
0: practical effects, yes. Yeah. But I mean there was CGI in Raiders of the Lost right. Ark, early CGI, but it was mostly model work which looked awesome. Yeah. But the th- one the one thing that all of those first 3 films had was a really interesting use of interesting live animals.
1: Right, there's none of that in this one. You know, and in theory, you had the monkeys. It was. And you had it was supposed to be the, the ants. prairie dog. The ants. And the ants. The
0: ants were supposed to be the, the snakes from Raiders. Yeah, I mean, they
1: really hyped that up, and it just didn't work. No, and they were CGI. They looked fake. They looked,
0: looked stupid. You know, what, but you know, when they dropped him into that sand pit with those fucking snakes,
1: that was the awesome part.
0: You know. And even though if you look hard enough, you can see the glass between him and the yep. cobra, you look away, his reaction to that snake is so legit
1: that you are drawn to it. And yep. he's just, I mean. like, like Another thing with, with, the, with the last movie, a lot of people are like, but it was sci-fi. And he knows it's sci-fi. It's not real. Because like, pulling people's hearts out is real. Because yeah. melting faces because of some god box is real. Because stones with diamonds glow? Bull yeah. and shit. Yeah,
0: exactly. So
1: if you look at those films for what they were and when they were made, and well, when they were, the time frame they are taking place yes. and that when they are made, the original three were made during a time when film serials were big, where yeah. adventure films were big, Gunga Din, things like that, mm-hmm. you know. So those are a tribute to that era in filmmaking. The 30s and, then, and the
0: 30s and 40s. And then you
1: cut forward to 1958, mm-hmm. I think it's 58 or 59 when, when Crystal Skull takes place and the movies that I were popular right. at that point
0: were science fiction films, were, were, nuclear were, films. Were, yeah.
1: were f- Red Scare yeah. and science fiction films about aliens specifically and the, that was the and big monsters like giant ants and things mm-hmm. like that. So this film was a tribute to that era of filmmaking as well and what was happening in film. And a lot of people missed that boat and they judged the film I think too harshly because they missed the boat of that that concept. 57. 57, okay.
0: sorry right, I'm the type of person that has no, to No, but check that's for that good. Kind of I thing. I
1: wasn't sure like yeah. if I mean you know I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. Thank, so it's like thanks internet. So but people miss that boat. So if you think about those things, you go re- back, well, you watch the film. You're going to have a whole new, I think, as a, as a nerd, as an Indiana Jones geek, yeah. you're going to have a, a whole new appreciation of the film. Is it still as good as the other ones? Of course it's not. I'm not going to lie to you and be like, oh, it makes the movie better. No, but it makes it does make the movie a better experience when you're aware that it's supposed to be a science fiction film. That's I also what was liked
0: how Kate Blanchett was chewing the fucking scenery. Oh and she's god. horrible, but I love but how she every was chewing the scenery. Go
1: yeah. look at Mola Ram. She was the scenery. Oh my god. Um I, I don't, can't think of his name, but the guy that played Belloc choose I don't know. the I, really, scenery. He's a, but he's a good more, actor. No, the guy that chews
0: the scenery in that movie is the guy that Dietrich. plays Tote. No, he has got that you plays don't. Tote.
1: No, he's just so. Oh, you get, he's the champagne. He's the cartoon villain. You know. Oh, and I love it. Which oh, is the, Dietrich is incredible. And Dietrich too. choose the scenery. That the scenery. fucking accent, yeah. man. And then and and then in Last Crusade, you know, it, it, oh, I can't think of the Guy's name. Julian Glover. Yeah. You know, every scene he's in, he's overacting to, like, that cartoony. And that's what that's what makes those villains. And that Kate Bunchell I was cal- in that. Was I always called,
0: that. Uh, I was called Julian Glover uh, General Veers because Star I'm Wars. a Star Wars yeah. fan. And that's where I'll always be. But that's be just, it. you know, and
1: so I'm, how I'm already... Get, how do I get tape on my pants? I don't know. You probably taped them up so they wouldn't drag it for no. some reason. No, I wouldn't but, do that. But, you know, uh, in D 5, I'll be there opening day. Yeah, I mean, so I. Know, and so I. don't do I. I don't do that very often No, anymore, I know. But I will be there because I just... Busy. But it's. But almost, I will make a point to be there if, if unless opening night's a Thursday or something. But I'll be there. I'm going to see Halloween on Thursday. But like I'm, you know, I'll be there opening day. But I feel like so, I,
0: I I've been getting away from doing a lot of the opening. You know, Why like I'll see them there. Well, but, and People, the reason the reason being um, the reason I would do them and the reason yeah. I still do them sometimes is because of the experience. Yeah. I don't need to be that guy you're who sitting, sees it first
1: anymore, though. I like,
0: first of all, I like going to the movies. Yeah, me too. And I like, and it's know, rare now. But right. Yeah. I like sitting in the, in the theater with people that are just as excited as I right. am to see the film. So when I go opening night, it's often event things. The last true opening night movie I went to, and I'll do this for any of these, was for Solo.
1: Yeah, I was there. And it was funny. Did I go? Yeah, I went opening night. I went opening yeah. night. The movie was awesome. And That movie was awesome. That movie was fucking awesome. Um the best one Disney's done so far, in my opinion. I don't think so. Because it was the most adventurous I, and fun. I think, I, fun. fun yeah, I, I, think I think it was the most fun one. That's why I think it
0: was. I mean, I think the best one they've done is The Last Jedi, and a lot of people hate Jedi that fucking killer. movie. That's I think that movie favorite. was spectacular. That's my second favorite Everyone the sucks the, the dick hour. of Rogue One, and I love that movie, but that movie really there was no there were no characters in that movie, and that was probably my problem. There yeah. were really no I like the two Asian gay guys. Like that was pretty cool. <laughs> but you know, you you can't. I'll tell you, you. Want to think about you, Rogue One? Besides Jen Erso,
1: can you give me a single name of any of right, those characters? Exactly. And the only reason even, you know that one is because she was the right. lead, and they beat your head over it within the mark in the marketing for the film.
0: Even the ro- even the robot that everyone loved that Alan Tudyk played. Yeah. So yeah, give me a fucking name. Yeah. And you, you can. can't. Yeah. And what can you tell me about any of those characters? Nothing. Really. You had no
1: story about them.
0: And. It was story driven, and you know, I think even if Rogue One sucked, the last six minutes of that movie make up for it with yeah. the whole Darth Vader being Darth Vader, which was very fucking cool.
1: But and I love that movie, but yeah. you know, it's no, I, I some of the CGI, the actors was just insulting.
0: See, I liked the Peter Cushing CGI, the Carrie Fisher CGI I liked, was a little I like the
1: Peter Cushing CGI until he turned around when he was facing you saw the reflection. I'm like, this is really cool, it doesn't look too fake. But as soon as they turned around and he faced the camera, it d- was like... I didn't mind it too much. Just get a new actor to do it. I didn't mind it too like, much. If you're, they already said they're doing solo with a different actor. Why aren't they just getting new actors to do it? Like That way you can continue to do it you know, and keep it alive. Do the Bond thing. Just have a different actor play it. I had a... um, And the Carrie Fisher thing was just terrible. It was it terrible. terrible. It kills me because Pixar does the greatest computer nation in the world, and Disney owns Pixar. You'd think... Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean, their CGI would be better in a Star Wars movie. I and mean, they can
0: take these fucking... Um, yeah, you know, they take these these guys in these Marvel movies and they make make them 20 years younger with yeah. incredible technology. And um yeah, I I agree. Yeah. Um It was just weak. <laughs> yeah. Um So yeah, I mean, Solo so I had a, on one of the episodes I had a rant about Solo yeah. and about cuz I hate fanboys. It's known that I hate fanboys. I have This is why I don't go to opening night movies yeah.
1: usually cuz I can't stand um, the smell of people's basements. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> yeah, just the you know
1: the the the, the smell of forty year old virginity just hangs in the air. It's um, a terrible thing to say, but I don't care. No, it's just too many guys and girls living yep. in their parents' houses after twenty five, mm-hmm. who have no ambition to go somewhere else right. because they're so busy on the internet, watching videos and, mm-hmm. and analyzing and, sci fi yep. films and yep. like like dude, you know, if you spent that much time making your own movie, you'd be making great movies, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like. So I had this Anyways, rant yeah. about Do your rant, then we'll went to the next yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: So so I had a rant about um the neckbeards bitching the about neckbeards. <laughs> bitching about uh Alden Aaronreich being like well he, he doesn't sound like Harrison Ford. Because he's not Harrison Ford. He doesn't Ford. talk like Harrison Ford. Because is not Harrison Ford. No, he sounds and talks like Han From fucking solo. solo. He
1: killed it. Killed it. Do you know
0: who my favorite character in the, in solo was? Who? Chewbacca. Killed it. It was so nice. To have Chewbacca as a character, yeah. not just a boy and his dog. Right. You know, it yeah. was like, wow,
1: Chewbacca. Like, now there's a movie I could talk about for hours. A boy and his dog? Oh my God. <laughs> so, but that's I, a whole other show.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not interested in your pornography. So, no, it's a boy and his mom. It's a, oh, <laughs> I watch that porn very often. Um, listen, there's a whole category of it on Pornhub.
1: Um, um, is that like Twitch? <laughs> ah! Fantastic.
0: Um, all right. Yeah. Yeah, so John and I are catching up.
1: Yeah, so the- This has been some shit. The last movie I went to an opening of, we'll go back to the puppetry thing, which was the next topic I'm sure you're going to go on to, is mm-hmm. Muppets and Puppets. I went to the opening night of Happy Time Murders. I meant to- I haven't seen it. I meant to ask you about- it. when you sit you in an audience, full of, a theater full of people who are laughing their asses off, and then you- I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, It thumbs up, thumbs down, I'll give it a thumbs up. Okay. Out of five out of ten stars it gets a five so it okay. makes it a thumbs up you know out of five stars it gets a two and a half um, but you're sitting in a theater full of people laughing but the critics tear it up, and that's why nobody goes mm-hmm. you know word of mouth didn't kill that movie critics killed that movie right. marketing also killed that movie yes because they 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 all they did was dirty joke dirty joke they didn't if they marketed it as a, a, a comedy about a private detective it would have probably done better. But instead, it's Melissa McCarthy, Dirty Jokes, and it was like, first off, Melissa McCarthy's not that funny. Yeah, I've never been a big. This fan. movie was the other than bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. This movie, and she's a small part in that. Right. This movie was the first time I actually could tolerate her. Okay. And yeah. she was really good in it. But I, I think if it it could have been anyone in that part, mm-hmm. that was the thing. That part was so generic that anybody that could have been a snap with a comeback, mm-hmm. any actor with the right director could have played that. I like, originally it was Cameron Diaz. And as the oh, who I can't stand, but as the film progressed, other actresses came in and out, and it could have been Cameron Diaz. It, it could have been anyone, and that's where I'm going with it. Yeah, it no, been, I understand. And as long as they could snap back, it would have been fine. The puppetry was above and beyond, as okay, you would expect yeah. from a yeah. Henson production. Well, yeah. You know the puppets were great. They all look great. So Everything was that a Henson piece? That was that was a Henson. That was a Jim Henson. Pro- well, not a well, Henson Company production. Yeah, Brian directed it. Oh, I didn't realize that.
0: See, I know nothing about the – I remember the the commercials. and The movie's
1: been on the docket for like eight years. Yeah, trying to make it. They finally got it made. And and I know that they definitely compromised on the script when they brought Melissa McCarthy in because they needed a name to get funding. And I'm sure she went in – I know she did a rewrite because she talked about it in interviews. And it just – it wasn't everything it could have been. I know that at one point it's supposed to be a darker film. Right, really. It's still comedy, but it was very broad comedy instead. Um, Maya Rudolph is in it. Dude,
0: they announced it in 2008.
1: Holy yeah. shit. Maya Rudolph is in it. And Maya is, Rudolph's fucking a stir. And she steals every scene she's in. I mean, in. she's fucking the stir. Bill Beretta plays the lead puppet. Yeah, I saw that. And uh he is <coughs> killer. He Excuse kills me. it. He's he's probably one of the best living puppeteers right now too. But he killed every scene with that character. You know, Phil Phillips. I mean, like I said the movie's a solid solid thumbs up only because it's the 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 effect of it. The puppetry. And the humor was good. Like, there were some great moments. Some of it, the, the, my biggest problem actually with it, I talked about this when I saw it opening night, and then I went the next night, or two nights later to see it with Pete, because Pete wanted to go, was, um, and I was like, yeah, I'll go see it twice, I don't care, uh, was um, they tried to throw it in your face, kind of like we did with Josh and Todd, to be honest with you, they, they threw it in your face, roughly about this isn't for kids by dropping F-bombs and right. dirty stuff right away. So by the time when the humor for the dirty stuff happens later in the film, you've already been burnt out to it. Where mm-hmm. at least with Josh and Todd, we just threw a few, couple f bombs at you to shock you, but then we saved the dirty stuff for later.
0: Right. You know. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the bad language was just built around you, filthy puppet, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> we know, just went from fuck there. You
1: fuck you till you know, but the, like, but but you know, but <laughs> fuck you, go get your helmet. Yeah. So that was just like. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Get your fucking yeah. helmet. <laughs> Don't forget your
2: helmet. Yeah, don't forget your helmet or fuck something you. like that. And that's, fuck you too. Yeah, get
1: out of here. Don't forget your helmet. Fuck you. Fuck you too. You know, but there was but this movie like they went dirty and raunchy right off the bat and there was no there was nowhere to go from there. You right. Know, they they did too much up front. You know, but you live and learn. I mean, people always talk about, Oh, Brian Hanson, Brian Hansen's a great director. Brian Hansen, Brian Hanson. He's directed so many things. Really name five things he's directed. Yeah. He he's been around forever. This is his third movie. You wanna talk about uh you know you wanna talk about a Henson done A alum. lot of TV.
0: You wanna talk about a Henson alum that's a great director. Talk about Frank Fucking Oz. Yeah, that's who well, you're talking
1: about. I just I just watched a uh, Muppet Guys Talking again the other day. Oh yeah. Fantastic documentary, you know, like that's his most recent film and it's just great. But yeah, you know I mean John I mean Brian's a good director, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like people were like touting him as the next gym, and he's not. He's a different person, he's no, making different no. movies. You Christmas Carol was still his best film. You know? Yeah. And that was his first yeah. film. He'd done some TV, done a lot of TV, but was Dark Crystal the only film that Jim actually directed? Uh, no, he did that with Frank Oz, co directed, and he also directed uh, Muppets, Great Muppet Caper. He directed Great
0: Muppet? He directed Game Great Muppet. He Frank Frank directed Goss the second did
1: one. No, Frank Oz and oh. Muppets Take Manhattan. I know he did that. Yeah. And who
0: directed uh, the first one? Uh, what, the, what was that guy? James name? Frawley. James Frawley, that's right. Like, who the was the, was the
1: primary name? director on The Monkeys? Which right. Makes complete right. sense for why he'd do a Muppet movie. <laughs> they should bring him back.
0: <laughs> yeah, what do you think about the state of the Muppets currently? I mean,
1: I don't really care. Is that horrible no, 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 to no, no. say? No, no, I, but I mean I'm like just I just curious don't. What your thoughts are on like the... like um the last two films were awesome. Mm-hmm. The first one was for it was very sweet. Mm-hmm. It was very saccharine because mm-hmm. they went with the whole nostalgia thing, sure. you know. So it didn't really do anything new for the characters, but it was a fun movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I thought it was necessary. Yeah. I mean, they could to do that kind of reintroduction that way. It was necessary to. I think they could have
1: done if they, if they had made Muppets mm-hmm. Most Wanted first. You wouldn't even have thought of it though, because okay. the movie was so solid. I'll buy that. Most Wanted was your classic Muppet adventure mm-hmm. film because the Muppet shows and the Muppet movies are two different things.
0: And that's what I. Yeah, that's and a, the Muppets. People, some people don't understand. Yeah,
1: and the yeah. Muppet, the Muppets from 2011, mm-hmm. the movie was more like an episode of the Muppet Show. Sure. In a lot of ways, because they really used the Muppet Show to make that movie happen. Mm-hmm. And then Muppets Most Wanted was back to your old Muppet style movie, your adventure film, right. the, the Muppets in it, or whatever they're gonna put the Muppets in at that point. And I thought Most Wanted was a better film. The music for the first film was oh, better did. written. Yeah. Yeah. Same guy. You know. Yeah, it was. It was both of the Brent McKenzie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But of the I, but that cockatoo song was killer. <laughs> that I mean, I still listen to that like <laughs> yeah. every now and then when I'm feeling down about something, I put that song in, I start cracking up. You know, so and then the TV show, it was another one of those classic things where people missed the point on it you know yeah. and, and it got better as it went on I did watch the whole thing you did and uh, I mean I'd watch them a couple of days later on Hulu you know right. so I'm not home to watch shows like that so and uh, try to watch them when they're on but you Everybody know gonna do. Yeah, and I'd watch it the next day or the day after on Hulu and each episode I thought got better especially when they took the breaks so and it took a break and brought in a couple of new writers and it got better from there but by then the damage was done and we'll see what happens next you know like it's a whole different world now you know <laughs> There's only one original performer left, and they're 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 Who's go- the one? Dave Goals. Is Dave Goals still He's still Gonzo. Jesus Christ! And I think he'll stick around till till he drops dead. Till he drops dead. Yeah. I think that's just gonna be, until he can't do it anymore. He's gonna be like Carol Spinney He's gonna do it till he who, can't do it anymore. Who
0: did Bill Beretta play on the Muppets before Jim died?
1: Nobody. He, Nobody. Would, he didn't even work with them. Okay, so he
0: didn't. Because I know yeah, he came I know because I know he played like Doctor Teeth and Rolf. Yeah, he
1: is Dr. Movie. Teeth and Rolf, now. He was uh Earl Sinclair on dinosaurs. That was like right. for he was then the suit. Right. He didn't do the That's voice right. he was in the suit. Oh, he was in the suit. Yeah. Oh wow. Um he talks about that in Muppet Guys Talking, actually. Oh um, does Muppet he really? Guy. Yeah. But he never actually worked with he knew Jim. He was friends with Brian. So he knew Jim. Oh okay. But um never worked with him. As Far as I know, you know,
0: that makes sense. I think he probably would have been a little too young to work on the show, yeah. On oh, the Muppet Show, on yeah. The he's, Muppet a, show. He's, yeah he he's not much he older than
1: here. me or you, yeah. Yeah, he's probably 50, yeah. you know, so he's not much older than us. Listen, that is older than us, Shut not up. much. I'm not there yet,
0: I'm not there so. yet,
1: but uh, yeah, because so you're an old man doesn't mean I am. and he's he's great, though. Yeah, yeah, great puppeteer.
0: All right, so before we go to our next segment, um, I do going back to Elmwood for a moment, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. We yeah. we are currently at one hour thirty eight minutes nice.
1: and thirty seconds. Thirty. It's um, the best part about twenty three year olds. There's twenty, there's 20 of them. You um, <laughs> oh, yeah, do dirty jokes. Um, I did the dirty. I got jokes for days. Yeah. Really.
0: Um, what? Going back to Elmwood. Yeah. What's what's coming up? All what's right. new? What's We've what, what we
1: look forward to? All right. So, you, like we said, everything's out there: VHX, mm-hmm. Amazon, all that. Um, We just shot a short film. It's a comedy uh, horror parody, I guess, more than anything else. It's a throwback to something that happened even before Elmwood with filmmaking with some of us. What is it? It's called The Jungle Man. And it's loosely based on some films me and somebody's made when we were 14 years old. Have I seen some of these films? I believe I have. Uh, The the Jungle Man, the squig himself, (laughs) uh, comes out from space to kill people. (coughs) And we made a puppet short film out of it. Uh, We even brought back some of the original performers that were in those films when we were 14 years old to Puppeteer. (laughs) And so that was a lot of fun. That's awesome. And it was just a fluke. Like, it would be funny if we did that. Yeah, it would be funny if we did that. Holy shit, we're doing it. Um, and that's going to be our final release for the year. Actually, okay, uh, it's going to come out uh, the Sunday before Halloween. I don't know when this is going to air, so I'll say uh, it. It this will be out. air
0: tonight. This will air tonight. Okay, this so will... the
1: Sunday before Halloween. This... I haven't had to edit anything. You haven't nice. said anything. A twenty-year-old thing I ha- wasn't bad, and I haven't this said can... no. No, I'm just kidding. The um, so yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna be the next thing we put out. It's a short film. It'll be on our VHX page. Uh, if you're a subscriber, you'll have it immediately, or you can buy or rent it once it's out, cheap. Um, but it's for our Halloween release that's probably the last thing we're going to release this year and then going into next year um, we're going to do some more Risley Brothers people love Risley Brothers we're going to do some more animal behavior we think and we're going to bring back an old friend uh, Mr. Steve the Vampire I don't know if any of the stuff I'm saying will actually be released next year, though. You know that if you're doing Steve the Vampire that I have to get back in on that. Well, you know, you'll have to audition like everybody else. Okay. I hate to say that, but, you okay, know. Okay, I'll kill those fuckers. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't written. We've only written two episodes so far. All right? And we're also doing a a new web series called Defining Monsters. And it's exciting about a monster hunter. Exciting. Yeah, and that's gonna be the, the, the big thing. That's exciting. I yeah. like that idea. And it's gonna be in the horror vein, but a little more dramatic. So that's kinda cool. And it's it's yeah, about a, a, a team, a duo of monster hunters. Um I think that, that was an idea from a long time ago. About four years ago. Yeah, when we were before yeah. like when we were developing Head, we were thinking of ways for sequels even then. Yeah and this yeah. was gonna be part of a sequel. Yeah and now it's its own i remember th- liking that idea it's going to be its own much. thing um, so we're really excited to do that and then we'll see what happens from there yeah. so we've a lot of production next year a lot of filming we're hoping by like summer we can start releasing things cuz we're going to start filming in february and just go yeah so we have a lot of right now we're doing a lot of writing for things so and there will cool. be i mean that our worst kept secret is we're going to work on a head too as well yeah i we've mean we've been saying yeah. that since the first one came yeah, out exactly. but it's it's uh it's officially on the docket so yeah, but it's we've had a lot a lot of fun and we're still doing stuff and our crew is great and just yeah, I mean, I I'm having more fun now than I have since we started this thing, which is cool. It just keeps getting well, to be more that's fun. That's exciting. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, and I'll say that there were times, you know, and you made this comment to me, god, you know, years ago. <laughs> That, you know, sometimes, you know, the minute that it starts to begin to feel like work, you just need to kind of re-explore what's exactly. going on. Like, you don't need to yeah. quit. You don't need to necessarily no, sit no.
1: back. But you got to kind of re-explore what's Why, going and on. And it, sh- it is work. But it shouldn't feel like that day job you dread going to. You know, Right. Because and, right. and we do this Excuse for fun. Me. We do this to be successful and have our films out there. But we also mm-hmm. do it for fun. And if it's not fun you know, and there are parts where it's going to feel like work sometimes you know when you're building 30 puppets in yeah. two weeks it's going or, to feel like or work
0: or when you're on your you're on your eighth hour of filming and it's eighth like 17th yeah 17th yeah. or like or or for example when we're uh, outside on our 12th or 13th hour of filming and it's and it's, 12, degrees and it's 12 it's
1: 12 below with like 30 40 mile an hour winds i was just telling somebody about the night we, the last night we shot Steve's stuff outside well, I, well, when be, I, when I was, I was Russ, on my back. and when I was popping Russ with the airsoft gun? Yeah. Yeah, because he kept but screwing up. But I was
0: thinking the, the, was it was the, the second to last day of Josh and Todd shooting when Josh. it was so freezing. When you I was in the dumpster. When you're in the dumpster. It was yeah. so freezing. And the only warmth that we all got was with from the, the pizza. We <laughs> were all, instead of eating the pizza, that we were standing over we were, it. We were, we were standing over it to warm yeah, our hands When we were driving it. back from Pennsylvania, yeah.
1: we were talking about that. because Tricky was there, Gabe was there, and Rich came with me. And we were driving back, and I, maybe it was driving down, I can't remember, but we were talking about that day of shooting, and uh, I was just like, yeah, it was a fucking awesome nightmare. you know." But
0: We got an incredible amount of footage that day, yeah. like we really did, and we got all the coverage yeah. we needed that
1: day. So, But yeah, there were just times where it's just like, all right, take a breath. Yep. And now at that point where it's just like, I don't even want to stop anymore, like it's Good. just, yeah, Good. it's cool, keeps us going, keeps me going. It's fun i just have so much fun with it and that's that's the cool part and i and i think it shows when you watch the stuff especially the stuff we've done since like starting with head forward like i think it really shows how much fun we're having and that's cool like the the risley brothers short film that's a great example of like a 14 hour day Mm -hmm. those two days of shooting um in 2015 were immense like we did them a week apart and we had to we wanted to have the whole thing done for a screening in august And I think I was there from like 10 a.m. to after midnight. The cast came in at like two, so two to midnight. You know, so I mean, I was both weeks. You know, that that's but those are the kind of days that you live for in some ways because you know you're getting something done. Absolutely. You know, like and your arms get tired, and but that's okay. You know,
0: (laughs) I mean, what are you gonna do? It's
1: It's puppetry, man. If it was easy, as Frank got said, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Absolutely. Or was it Jim Henson? One of those guys. Yeah, one of those guys. All right. Maybe you've heard of them. Maybe you've heard of them.
0: All right. So um, I don't know. What do you think? Did you have fun. I'm having a blast. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we have one mail. Okay. <laughs> we have one piece of mail. Um, again, we've you know, when we when we take time off, people kind of like, oh, should I send anything? Should I not send anything? So, I mean, I could have right now gone on Facebook and like grabbed a couple of people and had mm. them send me something. And this is actually an email from the uh, not long after the last episode. So, um, but. Because he's a regular, he does get a theme song, so uh at least I can grab it. There we go. That's right. It's Doug. Ever used to watch this cartoon? No, I never no, I, I think
1: you and I were both too old for I this never cartoon. I've ne I have have never seen I've maybe seen one episode. I don't think I've seen I feel like in the past episode. four years I watched one because somebody's like, You've never seen this? And I was like, No. But, that's funny. Yeah, I've never watched it before in my life. I think I've seen like maybe part of one. But I will say,
0: um, you know, Gonzalo and Joe are like ten years younger than me. Okay. Um. Fuck, like fifteen years younger than me. Actually, now that I think about it. Um, and you, and you know, some of our listeners are that age as well, and they're they're much more familiar with that. With that. Well, you got
1: a guy named Doug. So,
0: and then there's a guy named Doug who is that age. Hi, Doug. So Doug uh, emails us. Um, and one of these will be something I can answer, and John probably couldn't. The other one is fine. Um. Oh, and I, we actually, we also have another one from Jordan, so we've got two. So Doug says, hey, gang, has anyone had any experience with Pezo's offering Starfinder? By the way, that's a role-playing game. Uh, I've made my way through the core book. It seems pretty neat. In any event, I was wondering if anyone had any experiences to share about D&D in space is cool. Uh, and he says, when your answers are that you don't have any experience, let's move on. Very well. Let's move, let's on. move on. I have not played that <laughs> game. It sounds very cool, though. And he says, why do you think it is that when you're feeling down, we're con- we we consume media that only serves to bring us down further? Uh, he's like, for example, <laughs> listening to sad songs when you're sad or watching BoJack Horseman when you're already in the midst of an ex- ex- existential crisis. All the best. Doug, his PS is I think we should watch the Expendables trilogy together and, uh, and review it. Uh, John, we, d- we do a thing called uh, uh, Defending Bad Movies. And those are all and I wonderfully think, bad I movies. I think that would be a great time. Uh, Doug, uh, we'll do it. Um, if you know, you come down from Boston and bring a bottle of Angel's Envy, and I think we could probably get ourselves around there if and watch If you bring some
1: angel dust, I'll come too.
0: Oh, dear. So, John. Why do we consume media that makes us sad when we're sad or I
1: know? think it's a healing thing like you, you know you're upset about something and you need to get this you need to get it through you need to work your way through it I mean I've been anybody who knows me personally knows that I've been through shit mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of it and I, in the past decade has been much better you know and uh, sure. I look at and there's been some falls there too but like I think that you know you you you, you, you look to those things because you might you might love a song that you know is a sad song, and then something bad happens that makes you think of a song. And you got to hear it. You just got it's a, and you'll heal yourself a little bit by going through it, because then you move on to the next. Thing. When that song's over though, what are you doing next? You're yeah. probably going to whatever song's next on the CD or on your record or on your or iTunes on your playlist, playlist yeah. you know. And then you've heard that you you've cleared it through you, and now you know Rainy Days and Mondays is over. And the next song that pops up is "Cream." For those of you who know Prince, you'll that's understand Prince there. Yeah, that's that's. But that's, that's it's a actually, fun. Poppy. But that's actually two good juxtaposed. But it's songs. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's and and, all, and there's this you know you're the best mm-hmm. you know so like you know you gotta get yourself through it. I think that's why it is. I
0: think clearly. I mean, what John's describing, what I agree with. Is that it's catharsis, one hundred percent. It's literally the definition of catharsis—the process of releasing and thereby providing relief from stronger repressed emotion. And we find a lot of that in music, books,
1: yeah. movies, because it's things we can relate to. You know, I mean, I, if you really want to do something to make yourself feel, feel a lot better, without going to that, go for a walk, get some fresh air, yeah. get out of your house. Maybe consuming art isn't the right thing yeah, to do, do at do, that time. You know, even if you throw your iPod on and walk around, yeah. you just you know, listen to you purposely get away from it. You know, and it might help you as well. Like that's just, and in general, like, you know, take ten minutes in the morning and just breathe. You know, like just
0: Yeah, I mean, and I you know, I am someone that often has to experience catharsis. Yeah. It's just oh, because, yeah. you know, the way the way that my body, you know, the way that my brain works. But I and I do. I think that um I think that uh it's valuable mm-hmm. I think I do yeah, so. especially if
1: you're a creative person, yes, 100 percent you know it helps you it'll also help you develop ideas and things like that, so if you're not a creative person, that's fine too, but like, yeah, get outside, don't look to media to heal you, you know, unless that's how you heal. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, because let's face
1: it, I wouldn't go listen there. to a sad song. Right, will well, helps you, but you know, if if you find that the, you're, you're, oh yeah, if you can't, yeah. I'm saying if you're de- if you're like, oh man, I heard those five sad songs now, and I'm, st- I'm t- you know, what? just unplug, yeah. walk away, leave whatever me. you do,
0: stay away from from everybody hurts. That's all yeah. I gotta say.
1: <laughs> that song sucks. I don't care what anybody I love, says. I love that fucking song. <laughs> well, you don't like REM. Though. It's not that I don't like REM. No, I think Michael Stipe is just, don't like REM. Uh, if they had a different singer, maybe Warren Zevon. <laughs> I'd buy that album. I'd buy that album, actually. I own that album. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, All right,
0: so then we have another email, um, again, at couchgrouches at gmail.com, from Jordan uh, over at Table to Stage. Does Uh, he have a furniture store? Jordan's Furniture? No. okay. He does have a podcast, though, called Table to Stage. Table to Stage. And I recommend you guys uh, check it out if you haven't. Um, It's with Jordan. Jordan pretty much interviews um, uh, an artistic or creative person each week. He's had some really interesting people on there. Um, his best episode by far is the one where he interviewed the Couch Grouches, however. um, It's definitely the funniest one, but he's had some very interesting people on there. I smell bullshit. No, I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. no, it's hysterical. <laughs> I believe
2: you. Um,
1: <laughs> so I th- smell a plug.
0: Oh, always. <laughs> always be promoting. Butt but plug. <clears throat> I'm sorry,
1: something in my throat. <laughs> um, <laughs> what am I sitting on? <laughs> <Sure>. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not a butt plug. That's my thumb. Um. That's why it's so loose. Yes,
0: <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, it's a very small thumb, very big asshole, very big. <laughs> Jordan, um, in his usual vein, um, says, uh, "Pretty much, he posted an article um, that I'm not. It's, I'm not. I mean, I read the article you know, when he sent it um, uh, earlier, uh, kind of late last week." And it's, you know, it's, you know, straight up he hashtags me too. And he goes, what do you do when the art you love was created by a monster? Now, he <laughs> t- talked about this a little bit last episode. And he doesn't mean episode. Godzilla. No. And then he talks about, you know, Johnny Depp, Woody Allen, you, Louis C.K., stuff like that. And I'm going to I'll let you jump in in a minute. I'm going to preface it with this. I'm going to say what I said last time. I'm going to say it in a little bit more detail. Um, you, you, first of all, you have to separate the art from the artist. Right. Um, because the art might mean something completely different to you than it did to the artist, and thus it becomes your own. Right. Um, but I will also say this specifically to actors and musicians if you based what you consumed in film and music mm-hmm. based on the conduct of the individuals in the films, you would be hate everything. You would like very little. Yeah, you'd have to not like anything. Um let's 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 just take a second and look at some of the greatest musicians, the people that consider the greatest musicians of all time. Throw one up to me, John. Chuck Berry, man. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry was a horrible human Chuck being. Chuck Chuck Berry was a fucking was a pervert, was a drug addict, was a woman he beater, was funny
1: was as a... hell and wrote yeah. great music. And and, yes. Yeah. So, you know, You know, your demons create art. That's something you have to remember. So, you know, I'm not making excuses for anyone. No. I'll make excuses for myself. You know, I I, I am an artist. I've done several types of art form besides puppetry Mm -hmm. and film in my life. And I'm by no means a perfect human being. You know, I'm also not a rapist. Right. You know, I'm also not drugging women. I'm not beating people. I'm not. But I'm also I've done stupid things you know but like, never never I'll, that bad as far as i know
0: i'll say this you know, now but, yeah, really. i'll say this now like you know you know people are like oh well, do you think that, well and i'm, I'm going to give you an example of two different you know two different artists but in a, in a similar situation yeah because some people be like oh well if it doesn't why that doesn't why doesn't that apply to everybody so you look at someone like bill cosby oh. and then you look at someone like michael jackson right first of all michael jackson it was you know it, it, there's always a, a cloud of question, but like it was never proved. Right. So with Bill, I don't think he did with Bill. Neither do I. With Bill, do I think he got? In, do do, do and I think he got slept in bed? in bed with kids? Those little yeah. kids. Yes. Do I think it's because he had the maturity of a fucking eight year old? Yes. Exactly. I don't think it was ever um, a sexual thing. The I think problem it was just
1: with a the brain problem, broken thing.
0: Right. The problem with Bill Cosby is that Bill Cosby not only did these horrible things, but was placed. Played a role in our culture right. that was completely and totally counter
1: to intuitive. What to he what? was,
0: he was America's yeah. dad. Yeah, like okay, so Bill Cosby. Ha- what happening happened to Bill Cosby? The only thing I could equate it to today would be if tomorrow it turned out that Tom Hanks was a serial killer. Right, like you know, or that. Mr. Rogers ran a pedophile ring. Right. And you no, know these things didn't happen, right? What and it, like, oh God, I hope not. Not, they didn't happen. Not Mr. Rogers, man. <laughs> Leave <laughs> no. Mr. Rogers alone.
2: And
1: why'd you bring him up, Yeah. You because uh, you're no, thinking I'm of kidding, perfect. I'm kidding. I know, pe- but think
0: about it. But like Bill Cosby was considered that perfect, right. Paragon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then next thing you know, it's shattered. So if he can go down, you know
1: who who else who, who could? Else yeah. could? But, and also, one thing and I'm not defending anyone right. specific when I say this, but also we've hit a point where media, where if you're as soon as you're accused, you're now guilty.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Johnny Depp has been found guilty of nothing. Everyone who knows him, including his previous life partner for like twenty years, mm-hmm. said he would never would have done the things that she said. You know, he all me. of his exes say mm-hmm. that. So you have to think if that happened, maybe if it happened, maybe he was pushed. You know, like, but you'll never hear that side of the story because the media will never give us that. Okay. You know, so, and I'm not defending Johnny Depp necessarily because I don't Mm -hmm. know. I wasn't there. I haven't, but everything that I've followed on it because I was very curious about the Johnny Depp one because he always seemed like the nicest guy. You know, Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. But And then here's this, every other girlfriend he's ever had has said he's the sweetest, Mm -hmm. never would do something like that. Then this one woman suddenly who's had other problems in the past, whose black eyes changed eyes, you know, (laughs) and it was in the media, you know, or they got bigger and smaller by based by the day. You know, like. Mm, something's fishy there and the fact that people still want to work with him because they've heard his side of the story mm-hmm. but he's not wanting around to the press and tell everybody his side of the story because he's not looking for that you know and, and maybe he should But yeah. then, then people are oh he's just doing to clear his co- cover his tracks but that could be true too but you know i'm just using him as an example of you're guilty because the press has said so and kevin you, clash yep i mean kevin clash was found completely innocent. innocent of everything like everything was unfounded everything was a scam it made a blurb in the news at the end of the kevin night.
0: clash for those of you that don't know was a, it was a puppeteer who's most famously the elmo. puppeteer of elmo um and he's he's a gay man openly gay openly man. gay man and he was accused of effectively like what a pedophile well, or accused
1: like, of of well, seducing younger seducing young men. men 17 18 yeah. years old and Using his power as Elmo to do it, which is horseshit. And it turned out to be completely unfounded. Yeah. And but the problem is as soon as these people come forward and say, Oh, I was seventeen when he when we did and fooled around, if they even did, it hits the press and he loses his job. He mm. loses his reputation, he loses all that. Then when it's all found to be false, does the press come back? Do, do do his employers come back and bring him back? No. You know, and that's that's why I think we have to be very careful. Whether it's men or women, on how we treat the people who are accused, let alone the accusers.
0: Dude, Winona Ryder for years couldn't find work because either she was like drunk and accidentally walked out of a store with something and, you know, with the whole shoplifting thing or. Whatever, whatever reason, like she wasn't trying to steal something.
1: Or even if she was. was. I mean you know, grown adults do stupid stuff. Yeah, Maybe so, somebody dared her to steal it. And yeah, she was like, I I'll mean, take it there. You know, really you don't yeah. know. And she
0: couldn't I mean she had Mr. Deeds and then didn't see her yeah. for five years. And so her. I mean that's ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman was caught masturbating in a porno theater. How I wonder how many other guys that were in that porno theater exactly. that day got
1: rounded up and dragged out and arrested and yeah, put on TV. Exactly. That's um so I'm not again. I'm not defending anybody. But, but I'm, what but I'm saying the, is, I'm, saying, media, I'm, def- I'm, defending, yeah. I'm defending. I'm defending. I'm actually, I'm not defending. I'm. I'm offensive or offended by the way the media handles it. Sure. You know that. That's my problem with it. Are, it, should, if people who do bad things. The artists who do bad things should they be held accountable just like everybody else? Of course. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna like a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Mm-hmm. You know. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna like. Chuck Berry's last album before he died. It doesn't mean you know, hey, like, man. you have to separate those things, hey, man, you yeah, like
0: the one i i have used some people have asked me this question I like,
1: love James like, Brown,
0: I've used James Brown, you know, um Led Zeppelin, yeah, I mean supposedly Jimmy Page supposedly violated a woman with a sand shark, but
1: she was down for it,
0: yeah I mean, but yeah you know, that's so, the
1: difference, so even if it was true, it
0: wasn't like
1: Ozzy tried to kill his wife,
0: yeah. Ozzy was drunk and high, and has a horrible illness. And one night, he lost his mind and tried to kill yeah, his wife. That's
1: between him and his wife, though. But you know what? I mean, that's the you know you know. So, I'm, like I said, I'm not defending any one so, individual. I just don't. The like answer, the my, way... my answer is
0: that I can enjoy someone's art. So I, I hate this idea that well, if you buy that album, you're supporting what they did. Yeah, that's no. that's absolutely ridiculous. Hey man, Roman Polanski is a fucking piece piece of shit pedophile rapist. Rosemary's Baby is a dope fucking movie. Yeah, um, I hate Woody Allen films anyway, so <laughs> not liking Woody Allen doesn't bother me. I know I'm like I have to like pass in my cinema card now because no, I don't, don't like Woody Allen. I like
1: one Woody um, Allen movie.
0: You know what? Uh, although I
1: and I Crimes think it, and Misdemeanors, which eh. explains so much about Woody Allen too.
0: I think it's also, you know, preferential to an extent. Like, I can't really listen to Louis C.K. anymore. I really can't. I really. I was never I that can't. into him.
1: I was never that. Like, I thought he was kind of funny. But the reason I can't isn't because I'm against, you know, because, oh, what he did, but it's because
0: what he did was so fucking fucked up that <laughs> that I just can't listen to him and not think about think him, him. they're masturbating in front of a fucking woman. I.
1: I'm making faces at Jim right now, yeah.
0: and I'm fucking doing masturbation like, yeah. motions. I mean, like, but th- like, but that's, but that's that has nothing that's to do why. with. Why? Yeah, it's not a moral. Yeah. I feel it like I morally yeah. must not listen to him. I, 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 I think that people are. Like, selective. I can't watch
1: an episode of anything Cosby related now without. Neither can I. Intentionally looking for undertones, right? Of weirdness, and I find them because I'm looking for them, you know. And and I don't want to look for them. I never was a big Cosby show fan, anyways. But I'm just like using that. Mm-hmm. You know, can I like Fat Albert? Sure. Sure. You know, can can and you can still like Fat Albert. And I still love Fat Albert. You know, do I love Thriller? Absolutely. Yeah. I listened to Thriller a couple days ago. You yeah. know, I actually watched half of Captain EO on YouTube today.
0: Yeah, I was talking about Captain Eo last Which week. Which funny. Because um I I, I went to, and it was just I went oh to God, Disney World there. once. I went to Disney World once. Yeah. And I was like, How old am I? When I went to Disney World, Captain EO was fucking playing. All right.
1: So when I went back in twenty fifteen, uh, they had brought Captain back when Michael Jackson died in 20, right. 2010. Yeah. Uh, they'd brought him, or 2009, there, but yeah. it was they brought it back at um, Epcot and right. it was in uh, like a little sub building that had a little theater that nothing was in at that moment. I think they put it in there and when I went in 2015 it was still showing. Yeah, it was 2010 he died. So I was so, and Brie had never seen it because she had missed the boat on that when She was like, "Captain EO was gone by the time she went." She was a kid and all that. So we went and we watched Captain EO. I'm like, "We have to see this!" And we were there. They, they closed like a month later. Yeah. We were there just in time. But anyways, like you can separating 2009, the art. well done. Thank you. Sep, uh, the year he died. Yeah, yeah, separating the like
0: again. You can never question John oh, on a date. No,
1: you can. You can. I've never been able to. <laughs> but like, but I said, I wasn't sure. I said it might have been ten. So. Um, But separating the art from the artist is, you know, Vincent van Gogh was a weird dude. Mm -hmm. It goes that far. Beethoven. Mm -hmm. These are strange individuals, made great work, Um, you know.
0: Mozart was a horrible human being. Yeah, Mozart, (laughs) you know. um, You know, where does it stop and where does it begin? And and, and the other thing is, you know, what criteria do you apply? At what point is something... You know, and, and I can't answer this question for myself, and I seriously doubt that most of you can answer it as well. Yeah, it's 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 selective. At what point, you know, you know, what's the threshold for you? Oh, well, he only did this, but he didn't do that. You know, it's like, oh, well, I can, you know, well, you know, I have to be against everything. Well, yeah, but do, do you watch this? Do you listen to that? Do mm-hmm. you do that? Well, yeah. Then, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just yeah. feel like, I feel like the question is subjective. If you want to choose to do that, I feel like you're gonna, you're gonna not be and involved if, in a lot of stuff.
1: And like, what if, like, what? So say you're, you're, you're you love. I'm trying to find something that's like somewhat harmless, but everything I like is harmful. No, um, but like, say you love um, X, Y, and Z. You know, you love their music. That's your favorite band, X, Y, and Z. They're your favorite band in the entire world. And the singer from X, Y, and Z gets nailed for a statutory rape, and then 15 years later, he's completely cleared but you spent the past 15 years hating them. You're not allowed to like them now, as far as I'm concerned. You're not allowed to go back on that. You know, like that's the type of thing. So instead of, you know, just blanketly making a decision, you look at it for yourself. What does it mean to you? You know, you know Harrison Ford's a crazy person. If you you know like yeah I think but I, like uh, do yeah. I love his movies? And his crazy person all the right ways. Well, like you know? I, like I said before, I don't crazy like dangerous crazy. No, not no. Mel Gibson. Like I've said but yeah, like but Mel Gibson is a great example. Yeah. Like like when Mel Gibson was going through all of his shit, I didn't give a shit. Like I mean, yeah, he did. He opened his mouth. He said some stupid stuff. He was drunk. He was having issues. He had his own struggles to go through, and unfortunately, he went through them publicly. And that's for anybody. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you go through it publicly, and you know he cleaned up. He made his apologies. You know, and if you suddenly said I hate everything about Mel Gibson when that was going down even if he makes his apologies are you going to turn around and now be like okay i forgive him too yeah
0: and what's and what's the statute of limitations
1: yeah like you know what he 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 disappeared for a little bit not completely he was always still doing always stuff doing something. and when he came back out he was like yeah i fucked up man like and it's not really how i feel i was drinking and like that's not an excuse but it's a reason. But it's a circumstance. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, and things have changed. I'm doing better now. And if you don't want to forgive me, that's fine. But i I appreciate it if you watch my movie. You know. And that's why I think uh I said this uh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, Machete 2 was so much fun. Machete 2 isn't And same thing with Scundles 3, because he played the villain. You know, I something I, he had never done. You know, like for example, I am a
0: huge, and I admit this openly, and people roll their eyes, I am a huge, as I like to say, Thomas Cruz Mapather the Fourth fan. I man Top Gun 2, baby. I am. Oh my god, dude! I am so ready. But I'm a big Tom Cruise. And I the like guy Tom is
1: Cruise. Bonkers. Yeah.
0: I mean, and you know what? Does it, you know? Does it bother me that he is the figurehead of uh, of of an evil criminal organization, and at any moment he can snap his fingers and have a Scientology comfort wife delivered to him to prove to everyone that he's not gay, but everyone knows he is. Does that bother me? No. No, because I like your, his movies. Because you don't care about him. Because it's, it's not. I don't, I don't. give a fuck about who he is. I don't or what care he does. what he does. I just just. I will consume his entertainment. Yeah, but you're supporting him. No, you're gonna support him anyway. It's just I'm supporting his paycheck, but I'm not. You
1: know,
2: yeah,
0: I'm not endorsing what he did. So my answer is, if that you know, uh, can I separate the uh, the art I from can. the artist? Yes, ninety percent of the time I think I can. Yes. Yeah. Are there some circumstances where what they do affects my enjoyment? Yes, and it's completely circumstantial. It depends. I use Bill Cosby as an example. He's the
1: perfect example
0: because. It's not, you know, if Bill Cosby was just a stand-up comedian, um could I listen to 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 Bill Cosby and still probably be into Bill Cosby? Yeah, I'd probably be okay with that. Yeah, But Bill Cosby was set up as, as such a, a a cultural paragon and
1: he built that for himself. Yeah. That's the thing. It um, wasn't like we put that on him.
0: No. And so I think that's why I can't watch Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Like I say with Louis CK, um I can't watch Louis CK or listen to Louis CK cuz all I can think of Especially since a lot of his humor is kind of disgusting and stuff like that, it's just him beating off beating off in front of women. I, I and not in a good way. Um, I, I mean, because you know, right. Um, so I, I think that's the answer, man. And, that's and, heavy, and it's not a good answer. What and a I heavy apologize for the show. But, all, all right, so I, I think we're getting ready to wind down. Okay, um. John, before we uh, call it a day, do you want to plug your shit one last time? Because we love it when people plug shit. Mm.
1: My shit's plugged. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, Elmwood Productions. Uh, we make movies of all kinds for all ages. Uh, adults, kids, everything. Uh, everything's encompassed on elmwoodproductions.com. Uh, some of the shows we talked about, Risley Brothers Animal Behavior, they're on something called elmwood.vhx.tv along with some other shorts and some series uh, we're picking up a couple other films from other distributors or other filmmakers as well which is really exciting so our distribution deals are getting bigger that's cool yeah we didn't talk about that I'm sorry that's and right. and then um, uh, Head uh, Terror Films you can google that or go to our website again and you can find Head there through the links will be there for Amazon Prime Vudu Tubi iTunes Vidi, space and I think Screenbox by the end of the month. Those cool. so like those are the plugs mainly. YouTube, we're there, lots of free stuff.
0: You guys got social media presence yet?
1: Oh, we're all over Facebook. Uh, we have Instagram. With Twitter we don't use very often, doesn't really do anything for us. But Facebook's huge. Head is its own page even. So it's like yeah, we're all over social media.
0: And as always, if you want to contact uh, contact us, um, yeah, you we know, we we're all over the place too. First things first, as always, you can email us at couchcrouches at gmail.com. <laughs> we are at couch Crouches on facebook at crouch couch Crouches on twitter uh, and instagram um, you know give us a give us a shout out we'd love to uh, we'd love to talk to you love to answer your questions and uh, tell your friends about us uh, tell your enemies about us tell your mom about us you don't want your mom to listen to this podcast um, unless she's cool but yeah and
1: really you know, we tell your mom to... about me there you what's go what's up I'm just
0: kidding it's <laughs> awesome
1: has she heard about so, me yet has she heard
0: about you yet <laughs> Or will she? No. All right, we're gonna call it a day four couch crouches. This is Jim.
1: This is John.
0: Fuck on audience.
2: It's not very nice. No, not really. <laughs> but what are you gonna do?